So this is actually a recording from last night from Twitter Spaces, where we hosted kind of an open mic night on the First Mint. We hadn't done a live Twitter Spaces in honestly a really long time, or rather one that was unique to us. And we did it because we wanted to hear from our community. We wanted to talk about what's on our minds, and it's honestly something that we want to do more of. The session was hosted by myself and my brother, the real Phil D, and we were joined by Quadzilla, who used to produce our live show and is a very opinionated man. We're also joined by Luke McIntyre, who goes by El Dumbo, who is the community manager for Flow and a lot of Dapper Labs projects and is very, very involved at the community level. And then a bit later on, we were joined by two other community members, Kristen Dittmer from Evaluate Market, the CEO, if you remember Evaluate Market, the tool that we've used many times in the past and still now to evaluate our collections on Top Shot and All Day and all the great sports projects, as well as Jack Wilds, who is another great content creator in the space and who came on to talk about the UFC strike news, which brings me to the topics that you're going to hear. Because again, this is a two-hour session. It's very long, but it's, we, we have a very good conversation. Basically, we kick off talking about kind of the news of the day, what's going on in the NBA, and then we go into UFC strike news. And then it kind of turns into a debate about whether uh, Roham, the CEO of Dapper Labs, is kind of running the company properly. It's a very heated debate between Quadzilla and Luke about uh, presence of leadership in the community. But again, heated, but, but very passionate, coming from a passionate side on both sides. And then we kind of dovetail into talking about Flow versus Ethereum, the stuff that's being built on Flow Quad kind of tries to take us into the dookie dash direction of talking about board apes, but we kind of bring them back to sports talk and again, kind of touch on UFC strike, talk about evaluate market, talk about the stuff that they're building and honestly, just kind of like the development of that ecosystem, which houses so many different sports projects. It's something I think we're going to keep doing on Monday nights at five o'clock Pacific, eight o'clock Eastern on Twitter spaces. We'll be recording it and posting it here in the podcast feed. So if you enjoy this, if you want to hear this kind of longer, kind of unfiltered raw content from us kind of chatting with the community, uh, please let us know. Hit, send me a DM on Twitter at the first minute or at LG Set, or just, I don't know, I guess it's kind of the only way to get in touch or DM in Discord if that's how we communicate. But please let us know if you want to hear more of this. Hopefully these conversations will be maybe a little bit more organized in the future, but at the same time, we do like having them kind of open and free as a way to kind of talk about what's topical and what's going on. So anyways, have a good time listening to this two-hour recording uh, with like a little three or four-minute chunk kind of missing in the middle there. I don't know what happened in the recording uh, of our Twitter spaces from last night from the First Mint open mic. All right. Let's see. Phil, are you there? Is it working? The question is, can you hear me? <laughs> it's your favorite question ever. oh my god every time somebody says that i'm just like oh my god like if you can't if nobody can hear you i guarantee you mm-hmm. you'll know about it every mm-hmm. single time mm-hmm. hey guys mm-hmm. can you hear me can everybody hear me <laughs> i actually i didn't even know you were joking when you said that i thought that that was legit i was like no no we can hear you already no it's fine no come on man hey 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 stop hey. it hey did you hear the the big news Kevin I don't know. Durant. There seems to be big news every day. What? Kevin Durant has not been traded. But the thing is, though, is like, I mean, the Raptors could have had him in the offseason, but they didn't want him, right? They didn't want him. Is that true? The that the Nets wanted. Yeah, they wanted Scotty Barnes part of every deal. That was the team they were looking mm. to trade with. But mm-hmm. every deal they offered had Scotty Barnes, and, and the Raptors were like, no, nah, I don't think so. But. I mean, but the thing is, like, and then we saw how the way the way Scotty Barnes started playing this year, everyone was like, oh, shit, you know what? Then we should have done that deal. But players mm-hmm. like KD and Kyrie, you just can't trust them. They're not going to stay with your team beyond one or two seasons or, or mm-hmm. max, right? 
So if mm-hmm. you don't have the pieces in place like we did when we got Kawhi, where you can win now, and we did mm-hmm. before he bailed, mm-hmm. they're going to do the exact same. It's completely pointless. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. If I'm the Raptors, I'm cleaning house before Thursday. <laughs> like completely no, tearing it down? Yeah, like yeah, tearing yeah, it yeah. down to what? Yeah. To Barnes? Like, do you keep Barnes or nothing? Yeah. Yeah. You keep Barnes and you go from there. You go for some high draft picks. Kind of like what OKC is doing. Who cares? That This right. is one of the most boring products we've ever had on the court. And I'm, I'm going back like years and years of Raptors play. Like you remember Damon Stoudemire days when, when the franchise first started. That was exciting. We mm-hmm. only won five games a year, but every mm-hmm. game was exciting. The mm-hmm. franchise was exciting. Mm-hmm. This 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 version of the Raptors is one of the most boring ever. I, mm-hmm. I don't even care to watch most of the games. I'll tune in when I see it's close. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm just so bored by this group. I, there's mm-hmm. no one that excites me on the roster. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. man. That's just how it is. Absolutely. What else is going on? What, what's going on with these? Somebody said it was Chandler that sent it to me. What's going on with CryptoPunks? Big sale? CryptoPunks? I haven't checked. Did something happen? I don't know. I think one sold for one point four million, and it had sold for like oh, yeah. the guy it bought it like for a green zombie is sold like for one point four million. Dude, how is that still a thing? That's the question. I can't <laughs> believe that. Does that mean we're back, or is it just a random <laughs> community just buying shit left and right for no reason? Uh, of, I don't know the, who the buyer is. This is two hours ago. Uh, let's go take a look at the owner. Oh, this is. Uh, I think mm, this looks like it was a punk. That may have belonged to Kevin Rose. Did you catch that? Like two weeks ago, when Kevin Rose got like all this stuff stolen. I oh, this is, yeah. I think this is related to that. Um, yeah, Kevin Rose, who runs like Proof and uh, Moonbirds and all that stuff. He, um, oh, it was sold from his vault. Oh boy. So, so it's a stolen one. Yeah, he got. He said he got. So basically, wow. he said he got hacked. But what actually happened is that he got fished. Like he clicked on the wrong link and had his wallet oh, connected, man. and it just it just totally nuked all his stuff. Um, but I saw last week that his wallet was still moving, so I don't know what this is actually. I didn't see this. Let's take a look. Let's see. Let's see, Kevin Rose, what's going on there? Crazy man. Yeah, it's pretty bad. You, you know, you know what else we have to talk about? We have to talk about that so rare card that sold for what yes. was it? One eighty seven. Yes. Oh my god, man. Was it Giannis? I just briefly saw that, and then I saw some rumbles. In regards to so rare versus top shot, mm-hmm. and you know, started making the comparisons. It was it a Giannis? That's yeah, it was a Giannis. Hold on, I'm just gonna finish that. So it is Kevin Rose did in fact, yeah. did in fact sell it because uh, one of the people that works with him, and also corporate trash now works there as well. I don't know if anybody caught that news. Uh, she got a shout out. Works where she works with Kevin Rose in like the Proof Podcast. Yeah, um, so she's working over there. She got a shout out on their on their pod the other day. She sent it over. It's great, um, and. NFT statistics that also works with them uh, looks like tweeted that Kevin Rose did in fact sell that. That's kind of a strange thing. That's kind of a strange thing for like one of the people who's like a, you know, one of the pillars of the space who has like a popular podcast in the space to actually go and sell his punk for 1.4 million. God, man, that's insane. Uh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Man. That's wow. intense. And he bought, he bought it for what? 14,000. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what this was bought for. Uh, let's take a look. Yeah, it's a, it says that on the tweet. If you look at oh. um, the tweet I saw, said it was bought for 14k back in. Hold on, February maybe I can 2021 or something like that. Yeah, probably. Chandler yeah. sent it to me. Hold on, let's pin it. How the hell do you pin? It's been forever. Mm-hmm. There we go. Uh, back in November 2020, mm-hmm. it was bought for 18,000 mm-hmm. and sold for 1.4 million US US. 
that's U.S. for all you Canadians who are listening. <laughs> that's a that's a significant uh, difference if, if you do the conversion right now. Yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah, I'm I'm going to the states later this week, and I looked at the conversion. I'm like, oh damn, yeah. No wonder those Top Shot moments cost a lot. Everybody. What are you doing? What are you doing? Damn rupees. Oh, wedding and oh, that's right. Remember? That's this week. I think that came up. Yeah, Smashville. They call it. <laughs> I don't know what to expect, man. I've never been to Nashville, so we'll see. Oh, bad. Uh, yeah, so let's talk. Let's talk about this uh, this uh, Soer Giannis card. Although it's it's a little bit old news yesterday because it's over like thirty six hours ago. Uh, but it was a Giannis one of one. So basically, so rare does um, they have one one of one card per player per season, right? Damn. And they, uh, I don't think they've done the Jokic one yet. Um, I think they've already done the Luca and the Jaw. I have to double check, but basically, but, it's something that they kind of they man. slowly roll out through the season. So, like the first one they ever did was like Aaron Gordon or something. The first week of the season, um, so it's only a few per week. And on Saturday morning, I think they I got an email from them saying like 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 a blast email saying that they had uh, basically they're putting it on auction and then it sold yesterday. Actually, the price that we put up was wrong that was the, the the second last bid the final bid was like 187,000 euros i think uh which is pretty much on par with the us dollar so that's that's how much it sold for yeah okay but here's my question i'll do a couple things okay first of all who sold it and how'd they get it what do you mean no so rare sold it oh this is a so this rare auction okay, that's what i'm i didn't read i didn't see anything so i thought somebody sold it for that much mm-hmm. so so rare themselves Put it up for auction, and that's yes. how much it's sold like it, for. It's yeah, like oh, every card man. that's every card that They're exists so in so rare is it gets into the ecosystem by auction, right? Right. right so everything. Right. Well, no, that's, except that's not true though, because you get gifts, right? When you complete like buy five Premier League players, yeah, you get a gift, limited. That's gift. fair. That's, yeah, that's yeah. A gift but that's, that's it has a little gift. But yeah, but, but everything else, one. most of mo- like ninety nine percent of the supply is released is released as auction the rest is either like rewards for for placing on the leaderboard or it's um or it's from auctions uh or like you're saying like a gift or whatever but yeah so basically like there's only going to be one Giannis unique card this season and then next year there's gonna be another one but you can use that card the person who bought it can use it because there's one unique challenge per week where you can only use one of one cards so now it's like that person, like like oh. like that is the only person who can play a Giannis every week in that contest, right? Yeah. yeah. But what happens if, say, Giannis gets hurt? Yeah. Right, and he's out for the rest of the regular season. That's that's kind of a disaster, mm-hmm. is it not, for that person? And do we know who bought it? Uh, I was looking at them. I don't really know. Uh, I don't know who they are, but they have a lot of other super rares and uniques that they bought for tons. So, um, yeah, yeah, they they. I don't know. Just one of the big one of the big whales on NBA so rare, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Good believe. Yeah. It. Yeah, exactly. So but no, it's I mean it's cool. Listen, like you know, it's what I find funny, Phil, is how much it like <laughs> it it really like um like struck a chord. It really set some people off, which I found was kind of interesting, right? Because if you zoom out, like the, the the headline is that there's a sports NFT that this week um sold for 187 grand which is huge like i don't even know when the last time is that that happened right like there hasn't been i don't remember the last time there was a six-figure top shot sale right uh i don't know maybe there's i don't know if there's been any six-figure all-day sales 
right? And then outside of that, what else is there? Maybe there's a few so rare cards that have sold for that much recently, but that is like, yeah. that's huge news. And I just think it's just funny, like even in the comments under the first mint post, um, I know there are some people who like clearly aggravated, like people like AG are out there like tweeting, like, well, you know, just using it as a chance to take a shot at um, Top Shot. But I don't see it like even posting that. I'm like, I don't see that as like a, as like a, this means that Top Shot sucks. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, no, I don't no, see it as it's that. It's not the same at no, all. No, it's like, it's, this thing has utility. Like that person is going to make money with that card. You know what I mean? Like for now and for years to come, because there's one unique ch challenge per week. Five people win it. The the prizes is a super rare card, which can be worth like thousands and thousands of dollars. So that person can, you know, has a really good chance of making that back pretty quickly. Like even this week, I'll give you an example. Like this week, let's take a look at the contest. Um, this week, there's a unique champion contest, right? In super rare. So it's the rarest one. That's the one you could enter this one into. There are five prizes, so the top five entries win, and there are 31 entries. So everybody who's in that basically has like a one in six chance, and if they have good cards, they have an even higher chance, right? So it's something that it's like, it's like no, that's like, if you're, if you're playing at that level, like, that makes sense. Like, if you finish first, you're going to win like a Jokic Super Rare that goes for like 15 grand, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's something that actually makes sense to me um, if money is no object for you in So Rare. Right. So um, I think that makes sense. It's just like a little bit outside of, you know, our, our, <laughs> our pay grade, I guess, uh, to do anything the, like that. Yeah. The, the only thing with um, so rare, I'll have to say with the NBA and the structure of the NBA is that when it was really early, everyone had a shot at winning limited cards. Mm -hmm. Okay. Even if you didn't want to spend money and buy limited rare, super rare, all that, mm -hmm. you still had a shot. Mm -hmm. Now the limit the the common contests are just everyone's got every player. Mm -hmm. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? It, it's it's no it almost you've got almost every player, so it's really becoming like I haven't finished anywhere close to winning a limited car, even if it's tier five in forever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I wish they would still open up like a a, a non salary capped contest every week. Mm -hmm. Um, that's the last time I won. I won like a, a blue card. Are those are those rare or super rare? You won a super rare card. Know. Yeah, oh. it was a nobody. It was a. It was. A, I finished third, and the top three got all got a super rare tier five. Mm -hmm. So it was like a nobody player, but I I was able to sell it for like two hundred US or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that's great. But what I mean is that now I find it like even if I put in a great lineup, I'm not winning anything. I keep winning more common tier ones and i don't need more common tier ones that's all i keep winning <laughs> you already have them all. you know what i mean like i have them all or or close to it and it doesn't matter because i can't play them anyways yeah. i most of them go to my training every yeah. week because because i can't fit them in anywhere they're all too high well, right unless i grab one well, i mean but that's where it turns so, into fantasy contest now but that's it's, exactly it's a pick it, up right? for and, players you know what i mean like that's basically what it is it's like you got to do your homework uh, and you got to right. just hope that it's like, yeah, out of the, out of the top, top guys, out of the top 10, 20 players, like you got to hope that you're, you're putting, they're setting the right one in your lineup, in your common lineup. And I'll say that actually the other lineups across the board are probably the same. Like the people that are winning are probably people that have invested in all those different players. I only have one top tier player that I bought in so rare, uh, on the limited side and it's Jason Tatum. Um, he was, he was honestly, it's because he was affordable as somebody who can go out and put up like 
you know, on, on any given week or any given night, put up like a 50 point game out of the, the people in that tier, um, which is basically what you need to like win in so rare. Like you need to pick players who they can have like really big games that week. Um, he's the only one that I could afford. He was like 175 bucks, whereas like everybody else, like the Embiid's, uh, the Lucas, all those guys were way, I guess all the other MVP candidates were way, way beyond that. They were like four or five, 500 bucks. So I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to break the bank, but um, I will say, yeah, it has, it has gotten harder. Definitely. Um, but that's what it is, right? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's for me, it's just like, it's like there's, unless I'm really going to get into the limited side of things, there's almost, for me, it's like every week, it's just too much work to try and come up with the, the right lineup oh, wow. for, for the common champion and not too much work, but like, I just don't have much hope mm-hmm. because the prize pool is so small. Mm-hmm. And then there's like 40,000 entries. That's, you know, you have better odds of winning five bucks on, on DraftKings, even though we can't play that anymore in Ontario. But you know what I mean, mm-hmm. right? Like you have better odds of winning something mm-hmm. um, on draft. Are you, are you, who knows, man? I, I, are you mad about it? No, I'm not. No, no. <laughs> I, the only reason I thought about it is because, no, man, because everything I've done on there is free except for, you know, whatever I've bought, like, you know, we've been buying, you know, some baseball stuff mm-hmm. and, you know, preparing for the season there. And I, I did buy some, saw a lot of soccer mm-hmm. ones uh, gearing up for the MLS season, because that's another mm-hmm. one. Nobody's thinking MLS right now because the MLS runs from March to October, but everyone's so stuck with, you know, the premier league, mm-hmm. Ser- you know, all the big leagues in Europe that nobody's thinking MLS right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got some really good bargains, but um, limited. So you're no, buying limited bad. cards on store then. The MLS players oh. because you know that season's coming up and nobody's actually thinking mm-hmm. about that. That's the one season that comes out of nowhere and starts in March while everyone else is wrapping up in you know June or whatever. But you know everyone's so stuck with these big European leagues that nobody thinks about uh, MLS. So I started kind of looking at that. And those are cap- um, but do they, they have yeah. do they have MLS specific tournaments then on Sora? We don't know. I have no idea. I wasn't playing last year, so right. I don't know. Okay. But you can use the. I'm sure they will. There's no way they don't. Right. But uh, you know they'll be able to use them either way as a part of the you know whatever limited contests or are even rares and stuff like that. Right. But the only reason this came up, LG, is because the, they sent out like a survey today and the feedback, mm-hmm. and that was my only feedback. I usually fill those out. If I if I don't think when I fill out things for feedback, if I don't feel that there's a chance I might win something, I usually don't fill it out. I don't care. But with with some with so rare, I was like, man, I don't know. Maybe if I fill this out, they'll be like, cool, thanks. And here's a limited card. But I didn't. Have <laughs> but anyway, no, I, it's I good. My You're using my <laughs> philosophy from the you very start: is always participate, no matter what. Always fill out the that's survey. It. You taught me that. Always engage that's with right. the tweet. Always go in the Discord and get the role. Like that. That's like that's the way to grind your way through. Is to is is with that technique. You know, so does that mean I have to buy doodles now? Like, <laughs> does that mean I have to buy something from doodles? Hold on. Hold on. Well, Luke was here. Well, that's, actually, that's a good, that's a good story. <laughs> I do want to chat later on. I do want to go back to Sora and I want to talk about uh, MLB. Uh, and then I want to talk about NHL as well. Uh, and we do, I want to get Jack up here at some point. He's not here right now, but I do want to talk about the strike news today. Um, but speaking of doodles, we have the new uh, uh, Doodle, the unofficial Doodles, Doodles ambassador, Doodle lover, I think we could call him. Dumbo, what's up? Wow. Oh, my God. I definitely have to start off saying I'm not in any way a Doodles ambassador. LG out here trying to get me in trouble before I even said a word. What's going on? <laughs> doodle lover? <laughs> can I call you a Doodle lover? You can call me a Doodles liver. That's fine. I think that's acceptable. I think it was when you start being like unofficial, official Doodles ambassador. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want to have Poopy on the phone. Like, what the fuck have you been saying, Luke? You know what I mean? Word. Anyway, Hold good on. to see you, LG. Good to see you, Phil. 
Wait, wait, wait. There's, you're not leaving yet. Hold on. Okay, I, I have it. someone to ask. He's not. Right, he just got here. I, I thought he was. I thought he was saying his goodbye. No, it I just started. Okay, I, I'm. Phil is so I'm, traumatized I'm just going... that when people say hello, he's like, "No, please don't leave me." <laughs> Listen, I'm going through the discords I have here. All right, and I got to ask you something. This dapper lab <laughs> Discord, man. What is the deal in there? No, seriously, I haven't been in there in forever. Is there anything going on in this Discord? And what should we be doing in there? I don't know, man. This is from a long time ago. I remember it. When it came out, the usual people flocked there. And the joke with Luke was always that every time Dapper, a Dapper product has a new Discord, they would unveil their staff or their mods or whoever's running the Discord. And LG actually put a tweet out for this. And Luke was always one of them. No matter – remember that, LG? What was that tweet? That was one of the greatest tweets of all time, the one where you had the guy with the face. What? The face? The unmasking. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. every yeah, there was a Discord. good like eight month stretch where any new Discord that was created, you go in and you'd be like, "This is an exciting new flow project," and you'd show up, and every pinned message in the Discord was from Luke, every single one. <laughs> Luke, what do you have to say for yourself? I mean, yeah, it's pretty fucking accurate. I don't tell you. I mean, I want to break guys. I'm not, I'm not Here's yeah, our new team. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to introduce you to the Flunks team. Here's Dumbo. No. <laughs> not Flunks. I don't think it was Flunks. But dry, dry no, 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 no. Pigos. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad oh you God. guys are, are enjoying my success at Dapper. <laughs> I feel supported. Hey, at least you're yeah. standing, man. <laughs> that's, that's a win. All right, well, look, here's, let me break it down. So, first of all, on the Discord front, I think it's more just that I often set them up because, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a nerd on Discord. They just they just took me in to sort it out, and then the real boys come in after. And then on the Dapper Discord side, um, so that is actually, like, one of our most active Discords, but it's probably in channels that you're not in, Phil, to be honest with you. Um, so, what it is, is that's, one, the home of channels for VIPs across the Dapper products. So... Top shot VIPs, NFL VIPs, whoever, they're in that Discord. Um, and that's based on a VIP program, which has like a criteria for entry based on spend or invite or, or holdings of a certain amount. You can like check out the help center articles on Dapper to find that. Um, and then the second purpose, which we're going to be leaning into way more in the coming weeks and months, is as a home for developers and builders on Dapper. So if you're building, you know, Moment Play or the Live Token analytics tool or something new that we haven't seen yet you will want to be in that discord so you can you know get access to the tools the, the engineers um other builders etc so uh, that's something that we're kind of been working on recently uh, and you might have seen we launched like de- these developer tools so if you go to developers.mbatopshot.com um oh i think actually we haven't like properly publicly announced that yet i think the top shot will tweet about that this week um but you get access to like how to read the API, how to read the data on chain, etc. So if you are a developer and you are building a Dapper wallet, you can join the Dapper Discord, click a little emoji, get access to that developer section and get like priority sort of heads up and awareness of developer tools like that. Does that answer your question, Phil? Man, you know that, you know that line from Billy Madison after, after <laughs> Billy gives that answer and the guy is just like, what you just said. Is that, anyways, I'm just joking. <laughs> I didn't know you were still talking to me, man. I was like, holy shit. 
I got the first part of that. I thought you were explaining okay. like to the listeners what's coming up. Luke, hold on. Yes, I, I, no, I, no, I, I have something I to say. I have something to say to Luke. I have something to say. They said, bring up. I have something to say. And Luke, I love you. Ooh. And that's not what I'm trying to. That's Whoa. not what I have to say. You know that I love you. We've been partners in crime in the past. But what you said sound like you. It's kind of sounded like you read it out of like an encyclopedia. <laughs> And, and and can you like and hold on, let me I'm trying to express something here Luke Luke I think oh. Luke are you getting kind of corporate <laughs> Jesus what an, what an insult out of nowhere what? look lads I, don't, I came here and I was effing and blinding at you both I don't know how you can now I'm getting corporate on this like hey, I, like I could go harder if you want like I'm happy I know you came in and dropped some no, that's what I mean is that you came in and dropped a bunch of F-bombs which was like okay this is the Luke we know and love and we asked you a question about flow and then you like turned into a different person it was like that scene in old school you asked me about flow what? you asked me about the daffer disco you can't even get your questions <laughs> so but what is going on in the Dapper Discord? That, that, we're, we're not, we didn't even get that answer. <laughs> All right, the TLDR. The TLDR is it's for VIPs in a private section and for de- developers, and then every so often for announcements for the general community. So what do you want us uh, to do? Probably see more, you'll probably see more coming in a few weeks and months around it. Um, look, guys, I'm, I'm basically running that Discord as part of my job, and you guys are here grilling me for it. I didn't realize. <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking breaking okay. it that someone else from is going to no, hear No, no, you're like, doing, you're doing what we want. Luke, see, that's You know, this is what I mean. The, every time until now, you'd always be, you'd always tell us about how scared you are that Roham's going to hear what you said and he's going to come for you. That's the Dumbo we know and love, man. That's what we want. <laughs> we want, like, scared, Bro. says things he's not supposed to, Dumbo. Roham is not coming for anybody. He doesn't even fucking pay attention anymore. He's on his yacht somewhere. Like, oh. you really think Roham's going to hear what's said? Here we what? go. Phil, Phil, he was literally in the Dapper Discord Phil, Rohan yesterday. Phil, Dapper Discord oh. when, he, when, when Skylink works and he can get internet access to check his Twitter? Phil, Dude, ring the bell. Roham, before Doodle got announced on Flow, Roham had tweeted two times in the past two months, okay? That dude's so fucking checked out, he raised his $8 billion evaluation, and the company's barely worth $8 million now, okay? Like, he's got his tail between, on, his, between his legs. Oh, I know where this comes from. Yacht, okay? I know where this comes from. I know why Quad is pissed. Quad is pissed because had it not been for Roham's tweet ages ago, there would have been no record shop for anybody. Okay, <laughs> nobody would have went bonkers on that. He wouldn't have won a trip that never happened. Wouldn't have wasted. I quad. I quad was. I mean, I don't even know how much you invested in record shop, but it, it all started because of Roham's tweet that got everyone excited. It looked like you were going. No, no, no. There is nothing wrong with record shop. Okay, they <laughs> they just paid me out. The 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 wire hit my bank account last week. Wow. So oh. record shop is is in the clear. They you know like like I said, it took them a little long a year to make up for the canceled trip, but I'm happy with the resolution there. No, it's the fact that Roham shows his fucking face only when something good's happening, and then he disappears when something bad is happening, a.k.a. his platform's just going in the tank. That's the problem, is the dude is the most fair-weather CEO when when CNN wants to interview him and when uh, Doodles announces they're on flow, but the dude can't take criticism worth anybody. Okay, like guaranteed. Look, 
Someone try to get him in here. Someone try to get him in here and, a- and ask him some questions, okay? <laughs> right, right. He's showing what? his face not when true. Dump is get Jacob well. in here, too. He won't sit in the fire with stuff going shitty, and that's plain and wow. simple right there. That's all I got to say about Roham. He's a fair-weather CEO. Just... Sit in here, answer some top fucking questions, do a fucking office hours so you can pump the market again, and actually act like a goddamn CEO of a billion-dollar company. Instead of just having your tail between your legs until something good happens. Okay, I got you a bit. First of all, I don't think most CEOs of billion dollar companies should be hanging out on Twitter spaces. That's my two cents. Well, then you should have never hung out on Twitter wow. spaces when things are going to jump into the first You can't have it both spaces. ways. You can't just hang out when stuff's good and disappear when stuff's bad. That's the problem. I don't think that's true, though. I don't think that's true. He jumped into chat to VIPs with Discord yesterday. So how much money you got to spend Ooh. in here from Rohan? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. You can't have it both ways. Right? You can't want him to talk to people and then complain when he talks to you. from Rohan? Quad, let him make a couple points. Quad, let him talk for a bit. Let him finish, because we heard from you. Let Luke say that. If I can put a different sort of direction on it, I understand what you mean, like, when things are good when the market was up in general, not just in, say, one of our ecosystems, but in the NFT ecosystem in general, yes, Rohan was obviously more in demand for things like CNN and interviews in the news because NFTs were, like, the trending topic every week. That's less the case now. So that's one factor for sure, right? But the second factor is not that he's, quote-unquote, fair weather. It's that right now he's sleeves rolled up in the trenches and really involved on a product and team level more than ever. Because he's, he sees that he needs to re put the work in, so he is, which means inevitably he's going to have less time on Twitter. But I think that's a good thing. I think that's a win for us overall. So I realize that if you don't see that, you say, oh, he's fair weather. But it's just not true at all. And that's evident by the fact that yesterday, I believe, he spoke to both the VIPs and the Dapper Discord and the private channels there, and to the team captains for a little bit as well to get their inputs and their feedback and talk with them. So, like, I appreciate that he might not be as publicly visible at the moment, but it's not because he's not putting the work in, it's because he's putting the work in in ways that you're not seeing. And that's kind of, in my opinion, actually a better thing. As much as I love LG getting to chat to Roham, I don't think it's actually going to change things at the moment. We need, like, work being done. Does that make sense, Squad? It, it, it makes sense, but I, I don't agree with it. Uh, chatting to the VIPs is not what is uh, going to turn the platform around. Like, Look, I, I know we don't need office hours every week, but when's the last time he's answered the hard questions, uh, you know, publicly? It, I, I get it, but like, how much, like I said, how much you got to spend to hear from Roham, you know? But when he has an announcement, he's everywhere, right? But when, when everybody has questions about the platform, about things that haven't been delivered in years, about hardcore, about selling packs. Things that have been promised forever, just come out and say it's not happening if it's not going to happen, right? But these are things that have been touted for literally year plus now, and he, he still hasn't answered for them. And so, look, I, I, if he's rolling his, his sleeves up and getting back into it, fantastic. But part of rolling your sleeves up and getting back into it is answering to the public and answering to the normal person that hasn't spent a hundred grand on his platform. Right. I get you have to take care of your VIPs, but your VIPs aren't just what makes this platform go. Your VIPs are holding huge bags right now. I understand that. But collectively, you know, the user base has gotten smaller and smaller and smaller. 
and so I just think that you you have to go out and talk to the general public, talk to your NFL, all your NFL all day holders. That, that his chat shouldn't be in the VIPs. His chat should be with the whole entire uh, holders of Top Shot of all day and, and things like that. That that's just what I'm saying. Look, we may agree to disagree on what the best uh, way to attack it is, but I believe that answering to all the holders, not just the team captains, not just the people that spend a ton of money, but literally having a full open session uh, is the best way to go about it. Because when he has an announcement, he's talking to everybody. But when he, when there's people that have questions, he's talking to only the VIP. That, that, that's just my point is that I don't, you know, I don't think okay. that's the way to approach it correctly. And, and we, we can agree to disagree there. Right, but just final point, it wasn't just VIPs. He also spoke to team captains, which gives a really nice cross-section yeah, of the that. community. I have, I have a question. There's only 32 team captains. I have a question, actually, so. for, for, for Quad. Do you, are you looking for that, like, visibility on leadership? Are you, are you strictly re- referencing Top Shot right now? Because that's where Rohan was, I think, over the weekend, was in the VIP, and then the, the team captains, which is specific to Top Shot. Quad, is this coming from a, from a viewpoint of, like, you want some updates and kind of updates from leadership like Roham on, on all dapper properties. Is that, is that where this is like stemming from right now? Yes. All, all, all dapper properties. Right. That, that, that's where, you know, top shot all day, like even give us an update on the other things that are being built on, on dapper right mm-hmm. now. You know, like I, it, I, I think that like taking a very granular conversation, look at this right now is not, the way to to do this right we almost need a a, a state of the union right uh w- where uh you go over all the aspects of, of of dapper right the sports aspect the uh the doodles aspect uh on gaia any any of these other projects that are being built on dapper uh you, you almost need like a, a a full platform update right because flow in general is is a dapper product is a dapper blockchain and and so it, he should answer for all things that are going on on flow. Right. And, and, and so I, I, that, that's just where I feel I, I, this is not top shop specific. Right. And I think that speaking to the team captains and things like that is too specific. I, I, I think there needs to be an overall update on, on the Dapper ecosystem on their plans for an airdrop that, you know, they promised us uh, forever ago. Right. Like, and, and look, if that's not happening anymore, come out and take ownership. Say, Hey guys, that tweet about the the, the 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 truckload of flow that was misguided. We should have never done that, and and take responsibility for that, right? Like I, I just want him to take responsibility, and and if things aren't going to happen, come out and say it. And, and don't don't just do the silence thing, right? And hope everybody forgets about it. Say hey, hardcore's not getting developed anymore, or hey, here's the update with hardcore, right? Who who knows, right? And because and, I'm not a VIP. And there's plenty of other people that aren't VIPs. And so if they're the only ones getting updates, th- those, aren't, those aren't your loudest critics on, on Twitter, on, 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 in social, in Discord. Everybody deserves these updates, not just the VIPs. And, and I, I would like to see them take responsibility if things aren't going to happen and, and say, hey, we were wrong to do this. Or, or hey, this is still in the works, right? It, but silence just leaves everybody to go, well, what's going on? So that, that, that's just my thoughts there. 
But is that his job to do that, though? I, I think so. Is, is there the not? Should there not the, be? When he's the one that makes all the positive or... announcements. But but this is I, my issue with Top Shot lately. Anyways, is that I keep asking who's in charge. Like if I want to tweet someone, oh, who knows? Like, what's up with this? But seriously though, that's and yeah. LG's always said it. Communication is, has been an issue, and, yeah. and I feel it's still an issue because if I'm looking for a person to kind of call out on something or say what's the deal or, or you know hey, like what what's the latest with this that you guys said you're, there is nobody. Like Jacobs moved on to something else. Janie, we have no clue what's going on there. Uh, nothing's mm-hmm. been said about anything, and I don't know who to address it to or who to ask. So yeah, this goes back to Rohan, but there should yep. be middle people too I've... or comms people that are somewhat involved in this where Roham doesn't have to always be, um, you know, but a uh, state of the union, a hundred percent, man, that has to happen. I agree that that's long overdue. And, and I think it would be massive. And I think, I think it needs to happen, but for all the smaller stuff, there's gotta be middle people. Like, I don't know who they are. It still bothers me that we don't know who it is and it, it hasn't been communicated. Right. I mean, Ken Austin is, you know, no, he curates the moments and he, he kind of, Austin like can't. Oh, say Ken. Sorry, I'm thinking, of the, I'm thinking of the football coach. Look it up. He's a football coach. I always mess uh, him up. No, guys, these, oh, these a- are good points, and I think it's it's stuff that people are feeling. Luke, I just want you to know, I didn't I didn't invite you up here so we could grill you. So don't. It happens. I every- know, but that's not. I told Luke just to come hang, and I and I didn't I didn't intend well, it's for, for these guys to literally sandwich you in this like wrestling you know attack. But uh, it's you, fun. You are this, this, this isn't an attack, but look. If, no, if, if let him was, talk. But, Hold on, dude. let him talk. Let him talk. No, one person at a time, Quad. You can't You can't talk, and then go, it goes to Bill. Quad's throwing haymakers. Ahead, you can't stop. <laughs> Luke, Luke, anyways, I, di- I didn't intend it for, to be this, so, so you know, I know I, I know we haven't heard what's up with the Janie thing or anything like that, and there's probably things you can or can't say, but I'll leave it to you to respond, but just know that this, this wasn't the intent <laughs> for this to be like this. But it's good. I think it's yeah, healthy look, but, long term. I don't know if it's healthy for me long term. I mean, <laughs> don't know how well my mental health is doing long term. Um, breakdown this year, who knows? Um, look, guys, first of all, being sandwiched by Phil and Quad is a lifelong dream of mine. Always down for that. Oh. Second of all, I don't really actually mind. Please be as direct and critical as you want to be of me here. Like, as long as we don't make it personal and Quad didn't do that too much, I don't think. You definitely do it towards me. I, I'm not bothered, but I think, like, it's just as long as, you know, we, we keep it friendly and civil, then I'm all down for these discussions. You all know that. We know it's all love. And anyone who's listening who isn't aware, like, all three of them, all three of these guys, be it LG, Phil and Quad, have all been super respectful to me in the past. So they can come in as hot as they want because I know they mean well. That being said, so there's a few different topics. I don't, no, I'm probably going to forget, so I'm not going to try and address them all. But the takeaway being a state of the union about Dapper Labs in general is kind of the ask. And I think that's a really interesting point. Um, I was definitely focusing more on the top shot side of things. So it's kind of my bad. And to one of your other points, that's because Rohan is kind of really leading the top shot side at the moment. He's super involved there. Um, but I can definitely, you know, take it to the team and see if we can, you know, that's not the sort of thing that we could get out tomorrow even if they agreed. Like it would take time to sort of figure out how we want to say it and what we want to say. Um, and I can't promise it, but I'll definitely take it to the team and see if we can find a way to do something like a state of union. I mean, that sounds so like serious and dramatic, but I think a general, here's an update of all things Dapper Labs, kind of makes sense. Um, you know, we do a regular Dapper Labs newsletter, but there is so much going on that to really dive deeper into some of the stuff would be interesting. For example, the UFC strike news today, I imagine there's a lot of people who perhaps collect on all day that have no idea what's happening on UFC strike because 
they haven't previously been interested in that platform, but now they might actually want to know what's going on and check it out. So like, I think things like that are important for us to find a way to get that message out there. So yeah, basically, and, and Phil, like I agree that some sort of general comment discussion in-depth breakdown would be handy. I don't know when or how that might look, but I can take it to the team. Does that, does that sound good for you guys? Oh yeah, for sure, man. But yeah. it's not, it's not yep. on you, but yeah, for sure, man. I mean, I think that's, I think that's the, the general consensus in the communities. I think, um, you know, and, 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 you know, the way it should work, it shouldn't be like an open stage of jumping on and asking crazy questions and grilling people. It should be something where people submit questions. Um, you know, uh, there, there are platforms where you can submit questions before big events like that, and people can vote certain questions to the top that they really want addressed by the people. Uh, and I think something like that would work um, just because I think there's a lot of people that have a lot to say and a lot of questions. And again, that way you can kind of filter what's appropriate, what's not, because you'll have people going in there saying and, and asking stupid things and, and getting really vulgar and, and inappropriate about it. But I think as a community, just like any workplace you work at, like anybody who works at an office place, you have town hall meetings, you have all associates meetings quarterly or whatever it is. And I think it makes a big difference just to kind of reconnect uh, everybody. So, yeah, that'd be that. I think that would work for a lot of people for sure. And now that Dapper's growing, involved with so many different projects now, um, you know, it's 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 needed for sure. Yeah, I I, I echo that that sentiment. Um, you know, for for sure, Phil. I I think I think you put that really well. And look, I'm I'm glad you realized this is definitely not against you. I love you. You're, you're the best. Um, and you're the best because you come in here and you you do take take this this criticism more than any other dapper employee right like i <laughs> i don't want you to uh, only come on these spaces and take this criticism uh and, and you know i want you to have some fun on these spaces uh, but you, you know i think one of your best qualities is you do listen um you know where it seems like we, we don't feel heard uh in in other or by any other employee other than you um right and so you know i i, I think open up a form let people, you know, put put questions in there and then, um, you know, just just run the questions down. Right. Like the ones that are like actual respectful, um, you know, things that people want, you know, updates on products that have been promised in the past, uh, features that have been promised in the past. And and just, you know, kind of answer some questions so that people, instead of the silence, know, hey, this is still happening. Hey, this is not happening. Hey, we ran into this issue and that's why we're not able to do this, right? Like just, I think some transparency uh, is, is just all people are asking for um, in, in terms of that. So, but yeah, definitely, uh, you know, uh, appreciate you coming on here and uh, getting in the firing line uh, in between Phil and I. And uh, we, we'll definitely make sure that we uh, have more Luke sandwiches in the future. Yeah, I love that. Um, I mean, on a couple of things that I don't think I addressed in any form that you asked about, I mean, look, packed marketplaces like all day and even Top Shot are, are still on the map, roadmap. They're still, they're on the radar to be done. Like that's not a, that's not a written off thing. That's still happening. The flow airdrop, as we said in our last update around November time, we will be looking at that. And that's something that I'll make sure, well, I'll be trying to make sure we get updates on in the coming weeks or months in terms of next steps there, et cetera. Um, what else was there? I mean, hardcore. I don't have updates on. You mentioned the Janie situation. I don't. I don't really know what's going on because I'm not directly on the top of the team, so I, I'm not sure there. I know Rohan's very involved at the moment. That's what I really know about that. Um, was there anything else I didn't mention that you asked about? 
Luke, what are you, what are you, what are you doing right now every day for work? Like, what, what, what is Man, your role? Weed every day. Oh, um, uh, well, I mean, I just been at the beach for a few days. To be honest, <laughs> I, I took a few days off for a bit hard enough. So how did like, you get? How did wow. you get to the beach? Is there a certain boat that got you there, belonging to no, a certain person that we've been talking about? <laughs> no, Phil did not take me on his boat. Um, <laughs> Be a no, I, I'm mostly on the flow side of things nowadays. So a lot of my day-to-day is more flow community focused. Which is I what, though? Have... Like, what does that mean? So, you know, for example, we've just launched the Flow Hackathon. So I was helping a little bit with mm. that, and, you know, making sure people know, helping to write content, helping to do, you know, tweets and social stuff. Tree does a lot of them. Mm. Um, ooh, I just named... No, I think Tree's named as working on Flow. So I don't, I don't think I doxed him, but he, he does a lot, but I'll support it. Um, if people aren't aware, we do these, like, building public sessions so there's like workshops and webinars that like anyone can join with the core flow team working away so there's one tomorrow and it's basically a core team that work on like smart contract languages and developing sort of tools for smart contracts and all that oh stuff boy. and you can just join their meeting basically so if you're a developer i mean to, i imagine to most of us it's like i don't know it's kind of nerdy so if you're a developer who's building an ecosystem it's like incredible experience you can chat to the CTO, D himself, is in these mm. meetings. You can ask him questions about building on Flow. So I kind of help. I don't, I don't do those meetings, but I help set them up and tell the community and stuff like that. So I kind of just support in all those different ways. And then I also do do some cross-org stuff, as you kind of joked about earlier, when it comes to discords, I tend to help set them up and run security on them um, and just keep an eye on them and help make sure reps get settled in. When there's like maybe a big pack drop on one of the newer products, for example, La Liga has a drop coming up. Oh my God, I hope that's not alpha. The league is doing a drop. That might be alpha. Who knows? I can't remember if they've announced it or not. But I'll, for example, support that launch, that drop, sorry, um, just by being there to help them out as that team, that team is still, you know, getting to grips with things in terms of on the, how to tell Discord, what to do if something goes wrong, et cetera, for communicating with the community. Uh, so, yeah, I know it was a bit messy, but I am a bit, like, kind of doing different things. Um, I don't know what takes up most of my time. Probably trying to come up with the next marketing idea I want to work on. You know, I've done initiatives, like, Happy birthday, Top Shot, uh, NFT Day, the the NLL program, the Team Captain program, I set them up and stuff like that. So yeah, I kind of jump about. What can you tell us about like the couple days leading up to the Doodles drop? I'm assuming it was like all hands on deck, probably a little stressful for you guys. What was like? Give us a little behind the scenes for that because obviously it's a big day. That was a big day for Flow, right? To get one of the big projects from the East Side to to migrate to Flow, right? I'm trying to get in there with the Mm-hmm. You know, you know, obviously, like other projects have moved, to, like, uh, like Utes to God's moved to Polygon, right? Like from Solana. So obviously, there's a bit of like cross chain movement right now. So pretty big for you guys to to have them come on over. Who's who's like who's setting up a cup of tea right now? Oh, I was just moving my plate. Oh, Sorry. Sorry. Wow. Uh, t- I didn't know I Sorry. Give us a little behind the scenes. Question, Give us up. some stories that we haven't heard yet about about the doodles uh, coming to flow. I mean, this, this, this chat is definitely trying to get me fired. All right. For anyone listening, what's happened is what's gone after the boss. Phil's gone after me in Discord and the Discord that I work on. Like, LG just asked me to justify what I even do all day long. Like, and now they're asking me about doodles where they know there would have been some NDAs involved. And I'm sat here sweating bricks, all right? Just uh, so, tell us, man. We want to get involved. We want to get involved? I, I, I am going to be... <laughs> I want to buy socks off the, off the doodles marketplace. <laughs> I want to buy socks. 
Tell me. I am going to be a little bit... I mean, you said this yourself, Luke. I try to just be as honest and transparent as I can when I'm talking about work stuff. I'm going to be a little bit more reserved because now we're talking about an agreement and a, and a partnership, I should say, with a third party, right? Like, I, I honestly don't know, like, how much I can say about sort of the, the lead-up to it. Mm. Um, yes, so it was, like, a huge sort of moment for the Flow team. We were all really excited. Um, and we kind of... The days before, we're just crossing the T's and dotting the I's in terms of making sure the product worked, making sure that we were aligned with the Doodles team. That we, you know, it's it's when you're doing something like that. The days before, and like you know, LG and Phil, I don't know if LG ever actually includes you on the business side of things, or he just lets you be the pretty face on the spaces. <laughs> but like when you're working with partnerships like that, it's just like, hey, we're going to announce at 10 a.m. Okay, at 10:05, this will happen. At 10:15, this will happen. Oh wait, we're going to do it at 9 a.m. Okay, let's adjust. You know, like. Fortunately, the Doodles team have been like incredible to be discussing with and have been like, because when they say they're moving to flow, it, it's up to them how much they tell us and how much they want to share with us and work with us, right? But they have been incredibly transparent and upfront and easy to get along with and work with. Um, you know, shout out to, to Poopy himself, but also to Mushy. Um, I'm trying to think who else I've worked closely with. Probably, probably Mushy the most. Um, he's, he's the Doodles sort of community lead and he's been in the Discord helping people and stuff like that. But I've been you know, so we've been making sure he's been in contact with our support team at, on the Dapper Wallet side and chatting to me on the Flow side just to make sure they have support and resources. So that was really the main focus is just making sure things go smoothly when it's a few days before. Um, and yeah, in terms of how it went, I think it was fucking awesome. Uh, it was really interesting because when it was announced, a lot of some of the core Doodles community were a little bit unsure, a little bit like, well, I knew this was coming, but I don't know what this means, like whatever. Um, but then when they actually used the, the, the duplicator and they actually experienced doing it on Flow in the Flow marketplace or moving NFTs from a Dapper wallet and whatnot, then everything changed. And the, the feedback, the reception, the, the, the comments went so positive. It was, it was kind of funny. I would be in the Doodles Discord and people would come in and be like, hey, how do I get Flow into my wallet so I can move my NFTs? And I'd have to be like, no, 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 you, you don't need to. You can move them for free. And they're like, no, I must have to pay gas. And I was like, well, you don't have to pay it. The gas is so cheap that the wallet provider is covering the cost of your gas. And they're like, they can't, they can't believe that because they're used to Ethereum where interacting with your NFT costs a few dollars. And if gas is high, it might cost 10 or even hundreds of dollars. Um, so, you know, I think that was really fun to see as someone who's, you know, like yourselves, uh, familiar with both chains, seeing other people experience what it's like to have a product experience on Flow was just an absolute blast. Looks like you've got the project is done. What's the volume at? About about a quarter million bucks in volume so far. Floor for the socks is like eleven dollars. Um, I don't really know. Like Luke, I don't know if you can tell us a little bit about this. I'm not a doodles expert. I used to have one, but I I, I don't anymore. Um, what 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 is actually supposed to happen next for doodles? Like what 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 so, actually like? Is there, so everybody can make clothes now, which is cool. Right, but then what's what's what is the what is the next thing? What is that? What is that leading to? Yeah, again, I'm going to be annoyingly opaque because I don't want to say something that is like I've been. Told Dude, just I don't care. You can just tell us what's been it. said publicly because I actually don't know. Yeah, but that's what I mean, LG. I, I'm right Oh, now, you don't know, guys. I was off today. I've been at the beach. I'm a little bit high. I gotta be careful what I say. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Fired immediately. Wow. High on life. He's high on life. No, 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 no. That Dapper Labs is in Canada, so they're not getting fired. <laughs> it's it's mandatory actually if you're gonna be on stream, as proven by the early streams of Roham. <laughs> it looks kinda I meant, pretty I meant, rich. I'm I meant I'm high up in my house, guys. Moist story building, you know how it is. It's a bit wow. windy. Um 
look, so what, what the idea is that these wearables will be usable in the future, you know, with like a, some, I, I don't know exactly what it is, like an app with a Doodles avatar, or something like that. And there'll be a whole Doodles 2.0 experience that is kind of built on the top of this. So um, this is only like the first stage and these wearables will, will, you know, be usable in the future. But not only that, the floaty, uh, sorry, the Doodles team have said that the duplicator, which is the NFT you used on your Doodles to create these other NFTs on Flow, the, the, the clothing items, that duplicator will continue to have utility. Even if you've already used it to make these clothes, it might have some of the uses or functions in the future that haven't been revealed yet. So both the duplicator will have future utility and the clothes themselves, the wearables themselves, you'll be able to you know, put them on and off with a doodle in the future. That's kind of the idea. I don't even mean doodle, some sort of avatar of some kind in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess a product or release or like an upgrade to what they're doing at the moment. But that is not, that is me kind of conjecture sort of spitballing it. Um, I don't know what, how much they've said about what's come in, but it's been very clear in my opinion that this is just the start of what they want to do, especially around the duplicator because they, they used the phrase that was like perpetual utility, which is just kind of exciting to hear, you know? So wait and see, basically. Just waiting. Waiting to see what's next. Well, it's more it's more like you can already do stuff right now with it, but hey, that's not it. More's coming. So like it's already fun, but it'll get better. I just got a message here that says ask Luke about goaded goats. Are you, are you gonna ask me about it or are you just reading the message? <laughs> I'm just I'm just reading a fact. Great host. He's been doing this for two fucking years, people. This is this is it. This is our era. <laughs> I like you're trying to roast me before you have to answer a really painful question. They they own the record for a number of pings in a Discord <laughs> in the span of like two hours or whatever it was. Or a day, sorry. It's like five thousand pings in one day or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> uh there's not, much, there's not much to say about No, that. there's not much to say. I mean, I guess my I, – I don't really have a question there. It's from Raptor News. just wants us to stir shit up. I guess, Luke, from like – maybe a last <laughs> question for you because I, I don't want to Fuck keep you. This. Clearly, you're, 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 you are uh, flying high. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, but uh, I guess, you know, like Flo's whole value prop is come here. It's safe. It's going to be really hard for, for your stuff to get hacked or fished or whatever, right? Like that's one of the big value props. Um, but obviously – Something that is hard to prevent is, um, you know, that longev that that longevity of products, right? Or of, or of, sorry, of um, of projects, right? Where it's going to be hard to vet every single founder who's coming on the chain and be sure that they can, they're actually going to like fulfill what they're planning to do. Or something like go to goats happen, which you know, what is it? The founder's gone now, or whatever it is. It's the project is dead. How do you? How do you, as like the community manager for kind of the ecosystem, what do you, how do you go ahead and manage that? Like, what is, how do you take steps to kind of prevent that in the future or, or do you, or how does that work? Yeah, I think it's a really interesting question, right? Because, you know, Flow is a decentralized blockchain. Dapper Wallet is a wallet that's built on top of that. Mm -hmm. Most of these products were built by Dapper Labs. And then there's projects that are going to come and drop on Flow that might use Dapper Wallet. How much is Dapper Labs supposed to police that? Especially if they say don't use Dapper Wallet, they just happen to build on Flow, which is a decentralized blockchain. Like, where do you draw the lines? Now, obviously, obviously, if I was aware that a project was planning to, you know, not deliver goals or not be around for as long as they're implying, whatever, I think then it would be reasonable to be like, hey, you're not allowed to use the wallet. But you can't know that. 
So, like, how do you how do you potentially police that, right? And I think it's a really interesting question. I don't have a good answer for it. But for myself, I think it's just I try to remember everyone, you know, always be careful, always, you know, spend within your means, make sure if you get into a project, you've done your research, and just also, like, look out for certain red flags. Like, I've got friends who get jobs on projects, and then they'll tell me, oh, the project's going to pay me a lot of money once they sell out. That's a red flag. Like, don't. If you know the people working on the project or the people that have been employed to work on the project aren't getting paid until sellout, then in my opinion, don't touch that project, you know, because they're obviously, they're relying on sellout to actually pay people. It's just not a good setup, right? So little things like that, that I think people sometimes don't take the time to look into are one way to kind of be aware, but you just can't, you can't stop all of them. I'll give you an example, you know, like if you buy a product off Amazon that's supplied by a third party seller who's using Amazon, and the product sucks, it's not really Amazon's fault, even if you want to blame Amazon, it's the, the product seller. But what you can do is you can, you know, contact Amazon and say, hey, this product is just way worse than what they said. I've already given them one star and told all my friends, but maybe you guys should look into it as well. And then it kind of comes up to Amazon to do it on a case-by-case basis. And, I, you know, it's a very Web2 example, but I feel that it's probably a similar situation here where we can't just blanket yes, no on these situations. We can sort of judge case-by-case case and then, if we decide, hey, this project is looking a little sketch, we still can't stop them from, you know, deploying contracts on, on Flow because it's a decentralized blockchain. We can, however, you know, make sure we're not supporting them through marketing or, or collaborating or even telling people, hey, by the way, we, you know, we, we don't know about that. Um, we're fortunate that I, I know go go situation was mentioned, but I think it's a little bit more complicated than just a straight up rope pool or scam. There's a lot more to it than that. And I think we're fortunate that we haven't really seen much of that on the Flow blockchain. But I honestly think part of that is because as a ecosystem, the Flow ecosystem is quite interconnected. Like a lot of founders know each other and they work together. So it's harder to come in, be a bad actor and get away with it, in my opinion, or at least get away with it, like quote, unquote, profitably, because you have to pass the sniff test with so many different individuals, you know? So, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, so, so okay, now, you know, I, that, I understand what you're saying. That's fine. Uh, that's let's move on to something else. <laughs> I don't want to talk about security. Oh, I'm sorry, is that not an entertaining enough answer for you? Okay. You didn't it's swear really, enough. It's a very prickly subject, and then LG's like, nah, okay. <laughs> I was looking for something juicy, juicy man. We wanted you. something juicy about the goaded goats, but I think I asked it in, in too plain of a way. You know what, Luke? Can we just jump to like the bigger news from 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 your end today, which was the UFC stuff? Uh, I know we had Jack up here to chat about that as well. Um, can you, Luke, you're not the official PR spokesperson for this, so you, you don't have to stay for this. Uh, but I did want to discuss, get Jack's opinion on kind of like the move uh, to a gaming platform, which is what's happening now is that UFC Strike is basically going to become a game. Uh, a, new, a new GM who does not work at Dapper, works at the gaming company. Uh, and, and who knows what has happened to our friend Malik, who is the, the former GM of Strike. Uh, let's just get right to Jack. Jack, are you there? Yeah, boys, how's it going? Good, man. What's give us the quick take on the news today? How do you feel? I mean, okay. First of all, we've had a rough start. We had a rough end of the year with UFC, obviously, and then we had a rough start of the year with this UFC period. Uh, to explain my excitement today, it's it's really hard. I I couldn't be more stoked for this new direction than I think. I couldn't be more stoked. It's just that simple. I think that this this move is a perfect way to try to trend us in a different direction from the kind of bad taste, a really, really bad taste a lot of people got stuck with there at the end of the year. I mean, that 
I feel like the vibe of UFC Strike was really nice. Even for people who weren't huge UFC fans, early on, you guys were kind of, you guys felt pretty pumped about it. The, the things were rolling. The, the gamification with the challenges has been really, really fun. The burning process early. And then we had that issue, that little scandal. And I think it really just took the wind out of everybody's sails. But, you know, so you lay low for a while. They haven't been making pack drops. They've just been doing these challenges, which has actually been increasing the value of everybody's account if you just had some moments. And now we're getting a third, I guess a third version of an NFT, which is going to be a mm-hmm. PFP or like a card version fighting style um, uh, player versus player game with statistics. I'm guessing it's going to be strategic or strategy like. I, I'm just I'm beyond excited for this uh, this boom, and I really want to know if it's going to bring Top Shot people over. It's going to bring more or more people back. So there's like a hundred thousand accounts on UFC Strike. How many of those people left after you know getting screwed over a little bit? How many of them are going to come back when these new drops happen? Mm-hmm. Like that's what I really wonder. And uh, I was so excited for Hardcore. That was. When I first started doing Top Shot streams, learning about Top Shot, from day one, if you go back to my very first stream, I've talked about Hardcore being like, I think this is what could really send this to the next level. I think it's really, really important, especially like mobile gaming. Now, UFC Strike is going to do it first, and I couldn't be happier. I'm just so pumped. And they're, they're, we're the perfect test dummies, right? There, there's still people who are like interacting every day with UFC Strike, like me, that aren't going to leave there. We're going to go through all those bumps and bruises, the beta, and who knows, maybe that game can be transferred over to other dapper projects. So I don't know. I'm pumped. What do you guys think about it? Well, Jack, can you tell us a bit more? Like I, I saw the blog, I sent it to LG. He had seen it or he had seen something. And I, all I did is I kind of sifted through it because I was busy working and I saw gamification or there will be a game. And that caught my attention. The rest didn't catch my attention. But but what do you know or what do we know, if anything at all, about this game? Like, what's the deal? So the deal is uh, we don't know very much. They were we. I just listened to the AMA. I was in there for a while. They had a Discord AMA. You can go to their Discord right now, and there's an AMA recap. You can listen to it. It's 20 minutes long. Uh, pretty simple. We get introduced to the new GM, who's who seems pretty awesome. In fact, he's already we've already been in contact with him. Hopefully, we'll be talking to him more soon. They, they were very tight-lipped, but they gave enough of, like, basically, there's going to be, like, fighter cards. You're still going to use – I think you're still going to use – and they even mentioned have uh, using burning in the game as, like, a mechanic of the game. So you'll still have your regular video-style moments, or the moments that we have now, but yet we'll have another version. <clears throat> It'll be statistics-based from what it sounds like, and you'll, you'll do, uh, you know – player to player versus player like a pvb style uh strategy game so other than that we know that they're going to have the soft launch um unlocked for certain people in q2 and they're going to do a a certain type of gaming rollout which i haven't really heard of before but it's basically like rolls and waves so they'll do an alpha then they'll do like a beta launch then they'll like pull it back for it sounded like they're going to pull it away for a little bit and then release it to some more people and then pull it off again. And so they're going to do this rolling launch over the next year. So that's basically all we have right now, to my understanding, from what I've, what I've heard so far. Do you guys know any other information yet on that? 
No, I haven't heard anything else. I mean, I, I'll I'll give my opinion is I think they definitely need like a pretty big refresh. Like you're right. Like the, there was yeah. a lot of bad blood over obviously over the summer. With kind of two different two separate issue scandals that happened. Um, from what I could tell in the community, there's still like a lot of mixed feelings as to whether that was resolved properly or not, uh, or, or, or like accordingly in a, in a satisfying way for the community. Obviously, stuff like that when there's cheating involved, like you're, the, the community will never be happy. So. It's kind of a an endless road. What I will say is that, like, personally, I'm excited for it because I collected a lot of strike early on, but lately it's like I've just not been into the challenges. Like, it's super redundant to just go and check. Also, the, I, I think, like, the, the website hopefully will get a refresh because I think the, the UI for me is super challenging where I have to go burn, like, one moment at a time. There's nowhere to see if I have all the moments that I need. Like, it's some really, really basic stuff. That already exists on All Day and Top Shot and the other Dapper properties that we haven't seen on Strike. That's making it a lot harder for me. Uh, I still hold a Series Zero full set. Um, I, I just think long term that that's like just a good thing to have. I still like the idea of the product. It helped me get more into the UFC. So I'm very down um, to see what they have. I think if it's going to be a game, that's great. I think like 2023 might be the year of like some really soft. It's kind of soft Web3 gaming, right? That's less so about like winning, well, in some cases about winning money, but about like really simple applications, right? Like the Board Apes game is is basic. It's not a AAA game, but it's basic and it's fun. Uh, and hopefully we can see some other rollouts of that. I will say, and I know Luke is still here, so I may get mad when I say this. I will say that I, I think it to me, or at least maybe other people can, re this will resonate with other people. It feels like a lot of Dapper Sports launches in the last year or two have felt a little rushed, where things don't necessarily work. Marketplaces, uh, you know, are, aren't perfect when they launch. Queues don't work, all that kind of stuff. So if I'm hearing that a game is being developed, that makes me really optimistic. But I am cautiously optimistic as to whether it will work properly when it starts, right? Like, that's one of the things that's been worth. That's, that's something that, like, almost nobody's mentioned about the Board Apes game, about Dookie Dash, is that it's like... Dude, that thing just fucking works. Like you, as soon as they turned it on, it worked. They needed, they did maintenance for two hours once, and it was mainly to change some of the features. It wasn't to update it. So I think if you're gonna launch that kind of stuff and get people excited about it, I think it just has to work. Obviously, the wording in that blog, and even I listened to that AMA as well today, is very uh, obviously is kind of echoing that sentiment, saying like it's gonna be very beta. So, anyways, I just want something that's fun, something that works. I think that that definitely could bring people back to the platform. The other thing I'll say as well about UFC, the UFC has gone through a weird year. You know what I mean? From even when I started kind of really? paying more attention, it's like you had all these champions who got dethroned this year, right? And Nagano's not even in the UFC. Like it's been a weird time where they, the UFC is kind of like starless right now, right? You had the last Patty Pimlet fight where they like clearly like made, let it like made him win. Uh, you know, you've got kind of like some twisted stuff happening. So they, they don't have like a star, um, you know, and probably struggling to draw, uh, draw eyeballs. Like they, they are so desperate for a star that they had to go and sign, uh, Hasbulla, like the, the, the dude <laughs> dropped yeah. an NFT. They had to go sign him as like a PR stunt just cause like no one's paying attention anymore. Right. So, um, dude, yeah. That's 100%. The guard is changing in the UFC, and this happens every, you know, I don't know, five, five years. six years. Yeah. It, and it just, it just, it is how it is. We're losing a lot of stars, but they've done a couple big things to bring it back. One, John Jones is coming back. That's going to be huge. If you don't think that's going to make a big UFC strike splash, I'd be, the moment they drop a John Jones uh, moment, I assume that will get some more heads, through, you know, in the, in the space. Uh, they also, 
we all, we have a pretty cool we have two really cool rematches coming up and uh i don't know i think we've got the pound for pound best you know fighter belt on the line this weekend I, it's it's really they've had kind of a crazy exciting announcement list right after that stuff happened with dana and right after a year full of kind of the end of it was kind of rough especially like that draw between uh yawn and it like that and then they had to announce a, a impromptu fight the way we got then glover retires there's been all you're right it's been a super crazy year in ufc altogether. um i think though we're set for a really good year it's where we're going to be making new stars right and where hopefully those moments like where right now you can get in while they're cheap and hopefully, as those new stars grow, that's what I love about the UFC. You can find those moments right now, and you don't have to be going to get the, you know, the the McGregors and stuff like that because they're on their way out. But you could still do that because they're even bringing McGregor back versus Chandler on the Tough series, which could be a big, you know, a big boost to the UFC. So I think the game, though, that's the biggest thing. As long as it's fun, do I think it's going to be great out the gate? No, I kind of think it'll be bad. I don't like, I don't want to, I don't want to like, I I'm just, that's why I say, I think we're the perfect test group because we've the guys who are like hardcore in the UFC strike. We're still here through all of it. And I, I think they know, like we could kind of test, we could use them as a test. Like we can go through this, but do I have faith in the team? I hope. Yeah, I kind of do. I think, you know, trying to learn as much as I can about everybody, like the new team and, I, I think I have faith, but it's probably going to come out rough. I agree with you. I don't think it's going to come out polished. It's going to come out rough, and we're going to work our way through it, and hopefully we don't lose people because of its roughness. I think, but I don't know. I think it's a long road, man. I think it's a long road. Like, UFC Strike is down to 1,000 monthly unique buyers, right? And the peak, I think, was 10 or 10, 12K when it when it started. And right. I think it's like that's a long road. Like, that is not – you know, that's, that's a starting point, I guess, but that is, that is by no means a critical mass. I think a game is fun. I think a game is something that, that the UFC could market more to its own fan base. Um, and it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? Cause it's like on one hand as a holder, like I'm pissed that the values have gone down, right? Like I had the, I did the first challenge, the Adesanya one, and that was worth like 250 bucks when it started. And now it's worth 35, Right, like that sucks. Like I held the the Pimlet reward, same thing. Went from two hundred to like sixty now, um, and it's been really hard to 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 think about grabbing more supply anytime soon because you know all of it is most of it is like in the five dollar five dollars or under range. But that's not necessarily what all this is about, right? Like it's not necessarily about price. It has been for all of us for a long time. Um, but if it can be more about like the game, like if the game is fun and can be fun and something that like normal UFC fans want to do and that they can get in and buy fighters that they like for like 10 or 15 bucks and start playing, that's a good thing. Does it make all our like legendaries and, and whatever the rare tier is like, does it make the prices of those go up ever at all? I don't know. I probably not, but that's not necessarily the worst thing either it sucks but it's like that's not necessarily like what the end game of all of these products are right like these are collectible platforms uh not fantasy and not like super speculation investment i guess right so it's not it's not i think it's just like tempering my expectations for what it's going to mean for the platform like i don't think this made any prices pop off right um no and yeah. I, I checked today and you're right this the low the low ask on things is still like two dollars 
Um, there's been a lot of price decrease on a lot of things. The only things that ever pump are speculation for the challenges, and those don't even pump like they used to. Basically, everybody who interacts with the platform regularly has all the moments. I have all the moments except for the, you know, all the champion moments. Um, and so, the, especially like you said, it kind of got dull. The challenge, I love the challenges, but you're right. I don't even have to hardly look. I just know I have the moments, so we're good. And I just move forward my day. Um, but yeah, you're right. I don't want it to always be about the speculation in the price. I don't think it should be. I think you should interact with products that you like because you like them. I think it's nice to have that aspect and it's nice to have a collectible that you're like, Oh, this one's worth something. That's really cool. And if I want to move out of it, I can, I get a little bit of my money back, but I would rather have a product that's just good fun and, and, and attracts people that way than just everybody waiting till they can sell. Like that doesn't seem like that fun to me. Then just play the stock market. Then just do buy regular crypto. Like I don't, I don't really get that, but that's just my take on that. So I hope the the game kind of changes the mentality that everybody's not waiting there, basically just looking at their exit liquidity and, and instead like interacting with the product because it's fun. Phil, Phil, or Quad, anybody else? Any takes on on strike before we move on? I would, uh, I would add on uh, a couple of things. Like I know it's probably covered in the blog already, but one, like the team that I've sort of helped the uh, what's their name, the CL, the labs. Um, I've just called them CL for so long, but yeah, we've worked with them closely for a while. Not me, but the the UFC team and Dapper team have worked with them for a while. So I think the transition aspect will be quite smooth and. and you know, there'll inevitably there's some bumps and hurdles, but I don't think it'll be anything too too wild, which is cool. And then also, um, you did, you know, you mentioned Malik, for example. He was he was actually kind of like involved in helping set stuff and make this happen. Um, and I know the community will never give him his flowers, and that sucks. But hopefully, I can give him a little bit of a shout out now without causing too much controversy. Um, and he's still about a dapper as well, working on things, and he'll be helping the transition as well for the. For the new look for UFC Strike. So uh, I think it should be a big win overall. Okay, so Malik is still there. Yeah. He's just not the GM anymore. Yeah, exactly. And um, I just, I don't know. I just, he got, let me be honest with you for a second, Luke, to pretend there's no one else listening right now. <laughs> he got like tore apart by the community. Yes. And he's probably one of the hardest working, smartest mm-hmm. colleagues I know. He's a great fucking guy. And, you know, it sucks, but I'm, I really hope that people see this and they can realize, you know, Malik's influence here to, to, like you say, give this fresh start and to, you know, do something that's hard to do and say, hey, let's let's pivot, let's try this. And um, I, I just hope some people can keep that in mind, the people that called him out so aggressively mm-hmm. can perhaps realize that, like, Malik came through in a big way, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I even noticed today when I was listening to that AMA uh, with the new guy that it's like there's one or two people who were just every couple minutes just copy pasting the same message that was like, where's Malik? Why did he lie? What's Why haven't we gotten the truth? Like the same kind of like the government's lying to us like style message. So, um, you know, and I know him as well. And, and I agree with you. He's he, he's fantastic just to hang with, to, to work with. So, um, you know, but that's that's what happens, right? Like somebody's got to fall on the sword and, and, and clearly that was him. And, um, you know, excited for the new chapter on the strike side. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, um, cool. Can we? Oh, can we plug the the hackathon, LG? If you're moving to a new topic. Uh, yeah, we actually have one of the sponsors of the hackathon here as well. 
want to get him up here in a second. But yes, Luke, go ahead and plug the hackathon, and then you know what, Luke, you you plug the hackathon, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll 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 promote it in a way that I think makes sense. Not promote it, but like I will sell it in a way that I think makes sense. Cool. So I'll put in my no own words. My, no, no faith in my ability to promote it. Look, TLDR is Flow have announced the first ever Flow hackathon. It's open to anyone. Uh, it's you know the, the period to apply is over the next sort of week or two, and then the building will be the the latter two weeks of this month. And it's got like half a million dollars in prizes. There's some IRL events, but it's mostly virtual. There's going to be some judges and some speakers. And we partnered with like Animoca Brands, CoinDesk, Circle, and this company you might have heard of called Google um, to bring this hackathon to life. So like the Flow team are not messing about. They've, you know, they've brought all the guns out. Um, and this also isn't our only hackathon we're doing this year. Uh, we're going to be doing a bunch more. But this is our first one, and we're really excited. And kind of the main thing the Flow team is, is wanting to do here is bring innovative experiences on-chain that can help appeal and work for the mainstream, which I think every one of us should kind of be able to get excited about because bringing more people to Flow is also bringing more collectors to whatever platform you collect on inevitably, right? You know, if a million people start building on Flow next month, that's a huge number in this downturn, but if a million people start building on Flow, a lot of them are also going to start checking out products like NBA Top Shot, UFC Strike, NFL All Day, whatever. So uh, I think it's really exciting because of what it can do for the ecosystem. There's like different categories as well. So, so I'll pass it to you in a sec, LG, but as you know, general hackathon stuff, which is like best, you know, overall dap you've built best mobile experience whatever like you know some of the more nerdy stuff if you want to call it that but like it's really exciting is there's also best tool for the ecosystem for extending the ecosystem so if someone builds you know maybe it's like a, a version of live token for the league of Golasses, or they build a, a new game that you can use your all-day moments on or maybe it's across the platforms and it uses moments from different platforms within the dapper sports ecosystem they can win a prize specifically for that so it should motivate and encourage a range of different developer types and tools and products so i'm really excited for it but lg i don't know if you wanted to add something or, or if i did a good enough job for you boss uh yes i that's thank you for explaining it um as you as it was written in the pr copy thank you um, oh my god! <laughs> I haven't even been in the office. I wrote my own blog about it. Okay, thank, god, thanks for thanks for god. explaining it from a point of view of somebody who ripped like six joints earlier. How about that? Is that better? Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, how about this? I'll put it this way: the way when I saw that news, I was like, okay, anybody who is unhappy with with uh, you know if things are moving too slow on flow or has some like a great idea, and every time. We talk in like discords and chats and somebody is like, I just don't understand what they don't do this with this product. Why not? This is your chance. Just go and fill this out. Send down a message. You don't understand how hackathons work, whatever. Just shove to this thing with your idea and try and get it made to try and advance all of this. Um, because I do think, I do think what's, what's interesting is like as much as a lot of us have been unhappy, Luke, with, with uh, not just, well, progress is progress, you know, things, things are moving on flow. Um, and I do want to talk to Christian as well about uh, the, the really awesome stuff that's being developed on Evaluate uh, and across the ecosystem. Obviously, a lot of us are frustrated uh, sometimes with leadership, with communications, um, with, with how things are handled. Um, but inevitably, I think a lot of us want to see this stuff succeed. Like there's even the people that, maybe there's some people that are extreme fighters of, of Top Shot and Dapper, but like 
the, you know, the criticism is still from a place of like, we want this stuff to do well. And when I saw the hackathon, I was like, okay, good. Like this is a chance for people who actually think they can really contribute to the ecosystem um, and want flow or even just a lot of these NFTs, not just because you love flow, but just because you like the idea of, of these like collectible style NFTs of other stuff that's being built on flow. Like this is a good opportunity to go and be, to contribute and be part of that and go and, and maybe create the next evaluate, the next floaty, right? The next uh, OTM or whatever else is being built on flow, other applications. So I think that that's like a, you know, a really uh, great opportunity for people. And I think they should check it out. Um, and yeah, so so Luke, what do people do if they haven't like if people are not developers, what should they do? Just go and like submit an idea is that what they're supposed to do? Yeah, I mean you can go into the flow discord, that's discord.gg forward slash flow. Mm-hmm. Look at me, perfect shield right there. Mm-hmm. Um you can DM me for a link as well, but you can join the flow discord. There's a dedicated channel for well, a few channels for the hackathon. One of them is like meet a team, like introduce yourself and meet your team. And you can go in and be like, Look, I'm not a developer. I've been collecting this space for this long. I've got a bunch of ideas and I think I can provide a bunch of help on like how you would market, get a product to market, what would make sense for collectors, et cetera. Because there's going to be developers who see that price pool money. They know how to build a tool, but they have no idea what tool to build, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, we're working with these big partners like Google, for example, as I mentioned, who if they tell developers in their network, they might not be familiar with, you know, Flovatar, for example. Mm-hmm. And they might want to build a tool and they see Flovatar and they need someone to come in and be like, this is the tool that Flovatar needs. Mm-hmm. If you build it, you've got a good chance of winning one of these prizes, right? Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. So I would recommend that to start with. Another thing would be like asking a developer makes you know if you're in the ecosystem, you'll be familiar with certain devs and be like, hey, you building anything? I'd love to work with you on something, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So there's probably two main ways I'd do it. And then the third one, you're probably not going to like this LG. Oh. I know Phil's not going to like oh, it because it's lazy. <laughs> Learn to build. Learn cadence. It's super easy. Anyone can learn cadence. It's the beauty of the language of Flow. Um, you can go and do a course. You go to Emerald City DAO or you go to developers.flow.com and you can just learn some cadence basics and you might actually be able to build that tool yourself. You've got a couple of weeks before the hackathon starts. If you've got something in mind, if you're super passionate, give it a go, you know? Wow. Wow. Christian, you guys are evaluate you're sponsoring this, this happening. Is that true? Yes, that is true. And I don't want to get too far off topic. I think you invited me up here to pick on Luke some more. Yeah, this uh, is actually, so that's the, that's, this is round two. <laughs> so that's the real reason I'm here. But yeah, no, we're super excited to sponsor the hackathon. So uh, yeah, we're one of the sponsors. Um, we're also doing a bounty. So if anybody wants to build anything that involves transferring moments, bartering with moments, um, you, or even doing some type of like alchemy or almost challenge like mechanics where you switch it, you know, you switch a couple of flow NFTs for other ones. Uh, we're going to take the best application of our contract on flow that anyone can build on and then reward. I think it's 2,500 uh, USD. So I'm super excited. I think the work that a lot of people don't see, particularly I think in like in the top shot community, the NFL all day community is that flow is getting a lot better, right? Like we have new metadata standards. It's being, it's easy. It's getting easier and easier to, uh, to develop on flow. It's going to be easier to host your own node and get all of the data on flow. Uh, and that's going to open up a lot for people to start developing here. And I think they're also having sort of business wins around like with, with doodles coming to flow. A lot of people who are good developers on, on solidity or, or in the ETH world, are taking flow more serious. So I think a lot of the momentum, I think probably um, that we're frustrated with because maybe some of the the bigger sports IP, IP products have been neglected, I think you're going to pay off. And I think the top shot you see in a year or the all day you see in a year are going to be a lot better. Uh, and we want to be an example of that, not just by building tools around trading or buying and selling uh, flow NFTs. We also want to build smart contracts that other people can build on. So the hackathon is a good opportunity for that. We're happy to be sponsoring it. 
It's just been such a uh, such a long and sort of I guess crazy roller coaster in terms of prices and whatnot. And it kind of touches back to what Jack was talking about about just like having something that's fun that you want to engage with, not something that you're like gonna buy and then you know harass Luke until the price is five x. But I'm super excited about Flow. Um, granted, you know, I think there's, there's still a lot of work to be done. And, um, I think there's a lot of work to, you know, particularly around sort of just making it and granted there's things like floaty and stuff like that are, that are a good example, but making it to where you don't have to go through Dapper to build on flow, but, uh, I'm super excited about it. Um, and I, I feel the opposite. I mean, I, I was, I was big in the, the Yuga game. I remember we were in the first minute discord talking about apes early on. Uh, but I feel less excited about ETH nowadays just because everybody on ETH is shell shocked, afraid to connect their wallet to anything. And on flow, you know, people are willing to try new things, but I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll stop uh, showing, uh, showing Luke and, and earning brownie points for the Dapper team, but uh, I'm super excited. Nice. I know. I think it's needed. I don't know what LG's on about. He started off being like, things aren't happening on flood. Flow <laughs> yeah. I was like, bro, what are you on about? We've released like ambassador program. We released all these sports, like bought like massive upgrades. And this man's here saying like, oh, what's going on on flow? We, we're chatting about LG. Hold on, hold on. When's the last time you bought something on Flow for $2,000 that 10 days later turns into a million? Tell me. Never. I bought Never. some holographic Doodles 2 socks for 600 bucks that are sitting on 1000 so the oh, dream's right. still alive. Let, let, let me know when it's a million. You know, what you got? Five more, five more days left on that? Look, We're working on it. <laughs> look, comparing ETH and Flow is just, you shouldn't start, right? They're two different blockchains with two completely different goals, right? I, I, I think we've realized now the Flow blockchain uh, it is, isn't the main goal is to make money. While the ETH blockchain, I would say the main goal is to make money. And that's what you, why you see more speculation. That's why you see um, the, the volume of one trade on ETH equals the total volume of doodles so far on Flow. So I, I, I think... Uh, Look, I understand you guys are flow maxis, and I'm not saying that flow is terrible, um, but I'm just saying trying to compare flow to ETH uh, and saying you're not excited about ETH anymore uh, because of flow is just, I think, kind of silly and definitely showing bias to the the chain that you work for a company that that builds on. So well, that's, you know, that's, that's, I, that's all I'm saying. I, I totally understand that, but I mean, I, I bought into Board Ape at 0.7 and wrote it up until last January, right? So I, it's not to say that I'm not excited about ETH. I don't think that the ETH today is the ETH from January. I think that there's a lot of people, if Kevin Rose can get hacked and lose his Moonbirds like your PFP, I think a lot of people feel like nobody's safe, right? So um, you're right. I, I think you're right to say that they're, they're different. There's nothing wrong with ETH. I, I have, I still have my crypto, I still have things on ETH, but I don't think that it's, you know, they're two different things and I don't think that they're the blockchain for commercial applications. And right now, Flo is doing a good job of that. So. I agree with you in some sense, but I, I don't think that, um, you know, I, I think there's there's stuff to be said about sort of the safety element of flow. And there's also stuff to be said about what ETH is. And I don't think ETH is the thing that, you know, hundreds of millions of people are going to be using for collectibles in the future, um, for better or for worse. Yeah. Also, ETH roadmap literally has stuff on it, which like the ETH team is committed to building and working on over the coming years that flow has already done and focused on and built. Um, which isn't to like throw shade at ETH, it's because you know they're trying to change and it's already built and flow built from the ground up to account for those things. So like to say they're two different blockchains and not try and do similar things kind of ignores exactly what the ETH team has said they want to do, you know? 
Yeah, I, I, I just think that, like, using the, like, if Kevin Rose can get hacked, anybody can get hacked. Like, that, that there's there's a level of of security that Kevin didn't go through um, that he'll, he'll even admit to you now it is it, he had a, he had a vault called a secure vault that he was selling things out of and had approvals out of uh, to, to open C that that's not how a vault works. Right. So look, while, uh, while maybe you might not get, uh, get hacked on flow um, you know, there's also ways to set up your wallets on ETH to be as, as safe as flow. Um, you know, you, if you don't connect a wallet to uh, to anything, um, that that wallet's safe. No one's hacking that wallet, right? So Kevin made a lot of uh, mistakes security-wise, um, and and so I, I don't think um, I don't think security is necessarily uh, what I would lead with uh, on flow. Um, I, I think gas fees is what I would lead with. Like you said, gas fees are so low that the the developer. Uh, is uh, wallet providers actually paying for your gas fees because it's so low, right? That's that's what I would lead with on 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 flow and things of that nature. Um, you know, the IP that Dapper Labs has uh, is another thing I would I would lead with on flow. But you know, I I, I just think that uh, use, using a hack um, where someone used uh, questionable security uh, measures for their quote unquote secure vault. Um, you know, that, that, that should just be an example of that you should set up your, your security better, right? And I mean, I, I don't agree with that. I think yeah, we've I always agree. victim blame in yeah, hacks. <laughs> like, and it's insane. <laughs> wow. Like, every time someone gets hacked, we're like, oh, they did something wrong. It's like, Thumbs no. Down. Like, so, 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 so if he had kept all his secure NFTs in a wallet that had no approvals, there's no hacking. You have a quad that's so specific, man. That's not like no one's ever going to use the internet if it's that. If the, if it's like no one's going to use have a store value on the internet if things can get just taken from you that easily, unless you have to jump through like nineteen different hoops to make sure it's super secure. Like that's only and, that's a byproduct but, of the. Current but you don't. Time. You don't have to jump through nineteen different hoops. You just set up a wallet and don't connect it to anything. And, and, and can I chime in on that real quick? And I, and I think you're right. Like it is, it's certainly possible to follow good security practices on ETH. The problem is that a lot of people don't do that. If you go to any collection on Blur uh, with significant volume, you're going to see assets that have been flagged as stolen. Um, so you know, I think like you're right. It's it's totally possible to 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 be completely safe on flow or on ETH. Uh, but a lot of times it requires a lot of sort of locking down assets you care about. And then if you're an app developer like us at Evaluate, who used to develop on both ETH and Flow, we noticed that people on ETH wouldn't connect their wallets to sites that they haven't heard about for the first time. Whereas on Flow, if you work with Dapper Wallet, um, you'll get that little bit of that trust. People are a little bit more likely to uh, to give your app, your app a shot. So if we imagine a future with games and with all these different applications where you're supposed to take those assets you care about and connect them to new platforms, interact with them, it's hard to do if you're just vaulting everything and never touching it and um but i think you're right you know there, there are people uh i think eth is a good platform to collect on if you do it you should have good security practices you should use a hardware wallet you shouldn't connect it to things uh, if, if you're storing millions of dollars in value uh, but the reality is that people are going to do that and and people have and, it, and it's not just kevin rose right like there's been plenty of people who have lost millions of dollars and i think it's to dapper's credit uh that you know even when we had probably like a hundred multi-million dollar wallets on, on Dapper, we never heard those stories, right? And it wasn't because these people were, you know, going through all these hoops and 
writing down their seed phrases on, on metal plates and putting them in bank vaults and never connecting their dapper wall to anything. It's because the infrastructure allowed for people, uh, granted with less custody, I think, to go and, and sort of interact and, and, and store that kind of value. So uh, I think you're right. Like it's totally possible to be safe on, on ETH, but it's hard to build good platforms for that if you want people to interact on chain. Yeah, that, that, that's fair enough. I, I think it also depends on like, like you said, what, what are your goals here? Right. Like, and, and what do you believe in? Is it, is it self-custody? Uh, you know, and self-custody is not for everybody. I'll a hundred percent admit that, um, you know, not everybody has, or even knows how to correctly do self-custody. I think, uh, kind of, uh, highlighted by Kevin, right. Uh, he wasn't doing self-custody the right way. You would expect someone like Kevin to know how to do self-custody the right way. I didn't listen to his full breakdown of why he was doing it that way. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, if you're a decentralization maxi, if you're a, um, you know, believe that you should own all your assets 100%, you know, then, then flow is probably not right for you. Um, but, you know, if you're a newbie uh, and don't really maybe care as much about, um, you know, self-custody uh, of, of the, the assets in your wallet, then, you know, you have no problem going on flow. I, I, I understand your, your, um, your, your view there. Um, you know, but I, I, I don't want to just push blame to all the people that get hacked. Um, you know, I came close to clicking a bad link even myself, uh, but I would have clicked that link with uh, a burner wallet, right? Uh, that, you know, probably, uh, if anything, my point two ETH uh, at most would have, would have gotten taken, right? Um, so, you know, I, I, I definitely think that Look, there there are way more um, road bumps in in the uh, the Ethereum and the Ethereum wallet, but it just you know also depends on uh, what what your goals in this space are. Um, you know, are 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 you here to uh, you know strictly make make money? Uh, are you here because you believe in decentralization of assets uh, and decentralization of of uh, you know having control of your money as opposed to a bank that you uh, you know can't uh, go withdraw more than $9,999 without filling out some forms. Uh, and if you want to withdraw even more, you have to let them know in advance so they can somehow get your cash to find your money. Um, you know, I, I think there's, there's all these different, um, you know, aspects of, of both chains that uh, have its positives and negatives. Hello? <laughs> Is anybody still there? Uh, I figured Luke was Yeah, can we talk about here. Dookie Dash? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just played this a couple times, and I understand why I'm paying somebody to get me a high score. Uh, I, this is not me. Uh, I'm not a, a really good gamer like, uh, like, like some of these scores I've seen. Like, this is – I mean, I know King Dragons. Uh, I don't know. I don't think he's on this, uh, this space, but, like, you know, I'm impressed that his tier four got like 440,000. I mean, this is draining uh, to, to, to play this game. My eyes already hurt after 10 minutes. I, 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 LG, I, um, I know you sold your, your pass. Uh, I did. Like, like I did. And then, you know, now I uh, um, took a haircut and uh, had to buy had to buy one back. Uh, but have you played this game? I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody who's listening right now delegated their tier four to me, and I played a few, like played for like a week or two. Oh, uh, my top high. score unboosted was like one forty three or something like that. 
Jeez. And that's like not going to get you anywhere. And I got like super lucky a couple times doing that. Like, it, like, like to get there, I was like, I magically got through a few obstacles, like without even trying. But the thing is, is that, hold on. The other thing too, with even people like King Dragon is that he like went upgraded his monitor and got like a new mouse and stuff, man. Like I'm just using my normal monitor, my normal, like freaking Apple mouse. Like you need, like, if you want to get those scores, you got to upgrade. You know what I mean? Not to take away from him. I'm not taking away from him. So that he can return it after he's gone. That's what Yes. Yes. Well, he's smart like that. That's what he did with with V books or whatever it was. Gary V. Quad, uh, Quad, are you that guy that in high school would just like throw a massive party, get the massive sound system and all that shit and just return it the next day? Okay. No, no, I, I, <laughs> That's uh, clearly King guys. Dragon. The only the only thing I do is Walmart has a really good rental policy. Uh, they offer free rentals for thirty days, um, and it's pretty incredible. Uh, so anytime I'm out of town and uh, need a couple extra computer monitors to do some work in my hotel because I hate working on just my laptop, uh, you know, at the house I've got two thirty-six inch curved monitors next to each other. I got discord up on a, a 30 inch vertical monitor uh you know i i, I when i work i i work on these i i hate 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 not you know when i'm on the road so i'll, I'll go rent some monitors from uh from walmart for free so that's uh that's the alpha uh, for you right there uh i have a question for luke and this is like i'm taking the conversation in a completely different direction right now uh and maybe this is something the american people don't want to care about but it's something that I've been harassing a certain company about for a while and still haven't heard anything and oh, was, bro, was relevant this past. What? Not you guys. You're going to ask about that bloody ice. What's the sport called? The hockey one? Yes. Are you NHL? guys, is, is, has, is Roham in any way associated with NHL people? I knew this was going to be, he always asked me this question. I like, I'm scared to bring Roham into the spaces quad because I think LG is just going to waste it asking about NHL. Like, he's just going to try and fish for Alpha on this sport that no one likes. I Listen, have no idea. Like, you I, don't, I, know. I don't know. Okay, so no. <laughs> it's a disaster, man. Like, it's something that desperately needs it. And the NHL just has such a shitty, like, like this terrible branding problem. Like, that the skills competition all-star game this weekend is, like, so boring. Like, they had, like, this is how much the NHL needs like is trying to spice up their product and their all-star game, which is supposed to showcase like, I don't know how good the players are and the best players. They literally, for the skills competition, they had a, a, a person outside on a beach shooting pucks at surfboards. Like that was one of the competitions. Like that's how desperately the NHL is trying to spice up they're like showcase of the best players. Like it's freaking brutal and they desperately need some kind of refresh. I think NFTs is like some kind of NFT game or something like that could be like the right thing for it. There's a company called Sweet, which their logo is just a freaking ice cream cone or whatever that has the NHL license. They've been saying that for a year. Every time I go in their Discord and ask them, they're like, yeah, yeah, soon we'll do something. Well, we're like two thirds of the way through the NHL season and we haven't heard a single thing. Uh, I desperately like. I hope that we see like that. So rare gets it. I'd love to play some NHL fantasy. I think it'd be super fun. That's like the main way I've interacted with the NHL from like a gamification standpoint in the last twenty years is playing fantasy. I would love that. I just think. I just think in terms of like the major sports uh, with thirty teams, North America, like that's the one missing in, on the NFT circuit. I know it's not nearly as popular as NBA, MLB, NFL. Um, but it's still something that I think a decent amount of people watch. And I think it's it's a total travesty. We don't have any of that yet. Um, I also do think, Luke, that that highlights would work. Like, there's a lot of 
classic highlights. Like I don't want, I don't honestly, I don't want any of the stuff from this season, maybe like three or four plays, but I want like some of the classic fights and stuff uh, like really, really classic moments from the NHL or something that I think a lot of people hold dearly. So I'm just going to throw that out there. NHL wise, something to think about the last couple of days that uh, it doesn't exist yet. And I, I think it should. And sounds like the company that has it uh, hasn't, hasn't been able to move on it yet, even though they had the license for over a year. I mean, look, I don't have anything I can say. I don't, honestly don't know either way. I can I can prod the partnership team and, and see if it can get on their radar. But, you know, I, I don't really know. Um, you may, you, you've made the case, though. I can't deny that. Phil, would you, would you, Phil, if you had the choice, would you play, would you rather collect NHL highlights or would you rather play NHL NFT fantasy? Um, fantasy. Almost for sure. I don't mm-hmm. like I've always been no matter how much I'm involved in hockey and you know this my 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 entire life's been hockey playing coaching everything um as much as I'm involved in and 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 obsessed with hockey for me outside of the Toronto Maple Leafs I don't really watch NHL mm-hmm. games I don't care mm-hmm. and it's I do play fantasy hockey though and and that keeps me kind of tuned in with everything else that goes on in the league like, I can go watch any mm-hmm. hockey game when it comes to junior hockey or anything else local and stuff like that. But when it comes to the NHL, I can't just put on another NHL game. And I don't care about it. I don't care what other teams are doing. Mm-hmm. I don't care to collect from other teams. It would have to have a fantasy aspect for me to really get into it, almost for sure. Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, I can't. I don't know. It's just like just like soccer. I'm a huge soccer fan, but I don't really care to collect these NFTs. Do you know what I mean? Right? Mm-hmm. But so mm-hmm. rare, I'm kind of I'm dialed in because I can do something with them. Right? And that, that'll keep me interested. Mm-hmm. But the rest, of it, I don't mm-hmm. have much interest. I don't know. It's a weird. It's hard to understand because when when it was just Top Shot, I'm like, holy shit! When when all these other sports come out with NFTs, I'm gonna be all over this buying absolutely everything, right? But that hasn't mm-hmm. been the case for whatever reason. Um, well, things have changed, but that's too, it, right? right? Exactly. Like things have really changed, you know. Um, so it's not just like because Top Shot was like the only thing for a long time. Like there weren't really too many other NFTs that people wanted to get, and also just like it was the only sport. Whereas now it's significantly different. Uh, Luke, Luke, or maybe even Christian, you guys know this. Like, do you know like the 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 strike approach of creating like a fighting game? Is that something we can expect from other Dapper properties anytime soon, or is that like a unique strike thing to go and make? Or and, and again, don't tell us like don't go and say hey, all day is going to have a game as well. You don't have to say that, but I mean like that direction of getting the NFTs into into game pieces sometime soon, is that something that's a broader consideration on the Dapper and Flow side right now? Or is that purely a strike thing? I think, so in t- like as a consideration, I think it, nothing will be off the table in the sense that like the beauty of the Dapper sports ecosystem is that UFC Strike can do this and try it and see how it works for them. And mm-hmm. the leaders of the other products can watch and see. So obviously, like if this is like insanely successful with UFC Strike, then the other products will be like, okay, how might we want to do similar? How might we replicate from it? Like I think I've said this before. Um, I'm not sure if it's on public space or not, but Mr. Beast, the YouTube creator, he often talks about how part of his success was him and like three of his mates just grind out content and then would compare notes. And the idea would be that one of them might make a mistake, but then the rest could learn from it. And one of them might just be mm-hmm. good, and then he could share it with the rest of them. Did you just cut out? This is just me here. Rohan yanked him. Yeah. 
What the hell? That's like the fourth. Oh, but just goes pure silent. Oh, this has been this has been this has been a good a good session. Uh, anybody else on the stage? Do you guys have anything else to say? People in the audience, like again, this is open mic, so if you guys want to throw uh, throw your hands up, come on up. And I mean, I don't know if Luke will take questions, but um, anything on your mind right now? Again, this is meant to be open mic night, so you know, throwing it out there for the community to come up and and chat. And I know we haven't done spaces in a long time, so it'd be good to get some more going. But. Um, yeah, open open forum now to anybody else. Anything else you guys want to bring up in our in our little corner of the space here, sports and gaming and all that kind of stuff. Um, open mic. Well, can I have to give an update while people are thinking about their about their you know their thoughts and, and oh. questions if they have any. So you know, infamously speaking, we had a a, a certain character come on spaces a while back, became a hit sensation, um, in, 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 at least in our community. Um, so for those who have been listening for a while, you remember Jabril, the potential superstar soccer player that we were trying, who lives in Nigeria, came on our spaces, couldn't focus for more than five minutes because we had Gina on stage and, and other women, and he just couldn't focus. He kept asking to privately speak to them. That's all he wanted to say. But then he would realize, oh, wait a second, I'm here to talk soccer, and I want to actually be a professional soccer player. So the last we heard from him was a long time ago where he was supposed to put a kind of demo video for us because he claims to be one of the best players in Nigeria that nobody has discovered. And he's young. He's like 19 or 20. And he was going to put a demo video for us, and we were going to kind of send it around and see what we can do. Not that there's anything we can really do. We don't have that much pull. But we were going to send it around and try and get you know some eyes on him and see if he can get a tryout with somebody. Maybe even Wagme United or Crawley Town, whatever the hell they're called. Something like that. Something crazy like that. Anyways. We waited for weeks and months and months. The only video he posted was of him playing against like, I don't know, like 10-year-olds maybe. And not even. Like he was just, nobody knows what he was doing. And he just couldn't get us that 10-second clip despite having the cell phone and all that. We just said, get your buddies to videotape you playing for five minutes or something. 10 seconds, whatever it was. It never happened. Then he accused us of not being able to help him out and not wanting to help him out. And we had to go over this with him many times. That listen, man, get us a video and we will do everything we can to get some eyes on you and maybe get you a tryout. I don't know, something. He wants to get out of Nigeria. And I completely get it. So the latest on him is I talked to him recently. All right. He is he is no longer a soccer player. Okay, that's that's gone. Doesn't play he's not looking to play soccer anymore. He is now an architect and he wants to move to Canada and he wants help moving to Canada. So if anyone out there wants to marry Jabra <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh my god it shifted which bugs me because we defended him for so long saying listen no he's not really looking for for, for this kind of stuff like we legitimately think he, he wants to play soccer and he just doesn't know how to find a way out of out of nigeria and, and, and the area he lives in to do it and i still part of me still believes that that's the case but you know the constant shifting of of you know what he really wants to do and not being able to get us the video is disappointing so that's kind of the end of that story. We're not going to entertain it anymore with that. And if he still wants to send us a video, we'll do our best to, to kind of like push him in the right direction, right? So, um, but you never know. That was one of the most entertaining spaces <laughs> I've ever had anyways. And uh, yeah, he, he, he provided some good jokes for a long time. And he's still a hit sensation with a lot of people. They just don't know what's going on with him. Now you said he is an architect. Has he been able to provide any sketches or any proof of that, or is it is it similar That's to the problem? To the exactly, we don't know, right? Like every time we ask for something, we don't get anything returned, and then he'll come out of nowhere and saying, "Why are you ignoring me?" It's like, "Hello, read the last twenty messages." Simple video clip, like put the phone down on the bleachers 
and go out there and destroy everyone on the field. You know what I'm saying? Or something. And the video we got was like slow motion. It was like slowed down. And it was a hit of him like dribbling the ball and then kicking it like 20 yards down the field. And that was it. I'm like, okay, dude. Like, honestly, man, I wouldn't even put you on my schoolyard team with that. Like, I don't know what that is. But, yeah, the architecting, he, he claims, <laughs> he claims to, to, go, to, to, to have gone to school for that. And, and he's told us this from the beginning. So, I believe him. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, um, you know, part of me still wants to believe the story. And I, and I totally get it, man. A lot of countries, um, and we, we probably can't even attest to this or understand it, but a lot of countries have it so rough that, you know, um, you'll do anything to get out of there. And, and you probably feel like you never can, no matter how good your life looks. Like he looks like he's got all this lavish clothes and a great lifestyle and great says he has good parents and all that. And, and they're okay. But you know, uh, it's always a dream for a lot of, of countries and parts of countries to kind of get out of there and live a different lifestyle. Right. So I get it in that sense, but man, come on, give us something to work with. You're right. We don't have any proof of that, that he even knows what he's doing. Right. So that's just a small update on that. I had, to, I had to get that. Wow. It's been a long time since we've talked about it, and people always ask about him. So that dates back to the summer, Phil, when you had your your five week run of "I've got something to say." <laughs> he was he was the all he the way, was the biggest the star. Back. Him and that crazy scientist that told us that if we sleep in our rooms, that to, to put oh, a big yeah. bucket of water and like see how much garbage goes in there, and, and then we'll just die. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. Remember that guy was, that like, was super Madagascar random, or something like that. He's like, "Yeah, I'm a big scientist," and. Just put a bucket of water at the end of your bed, leave it for five days, and you'll never want to live the same again. Or something like that. I was like, okay, dude, cool. I've got a question for Christian. Christian, when are we going to get bulk buying on on? Is it? I guess it's just on Flow. When are we going to get bulk buying across Flow marketplaces on Evaluate? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, like we're we're just wrapping it up, and then the last stage is approval. So keep bugging Luke until until uh, he signs off and everything. But um, oh, ooh, Luke. Wow, I'm good with it, bro. Go for it. Go for it. Wow. <laughs> no, they, they've, they've been great, but uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're wrapping it up. We're going to test everything, obviously, and uh, uh, some other kind of like visual updates to the site to kind of accommodate that, but uh, hopefully soon, hopefully a couple weeks. Do you have an ETA for launch? Uh, we're trying to get it by March 1st. That's that's the goal. Okay, um, nice. But, uh, but it's always the goal, you know, there's, there's always a... Uh, Especially when you're dealing with all these different brands and, and, and all these different um, sort of entities on Flow, it, you know, it takes time to, to make sure everything's online. But yeah, I'm excited. You know, I think that the cool thing is that we're enabling mass mass buying uh, before or maybe only uh, mass selling. So hopefully, people won't be dumping their uh, their their assets or they won't be able to on our site. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. You know, I think all of us have spent like hours at a time buying up things on on uh on flow so we think it, it could be mm-hmm. an interesting feature mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well i mean especially for like trade tickets and stuff like that or any other similar like floor kind of sweeps that people want to do i think that that's going to facilitate it because i even remember like way way back in like the 2020 days of top shot where i was like okay i'm gonna go buy you know like luca would have like a bunch of five or six dollar moments listen i'm like okay i want to buy all of those you know um by the time you were buying like your third one, someone else would have noticed what you're doing and <laughs> start buying it too or something uh, or delisting or listing more or something. So I think, I think the idea of sweeps is again, like a huge part of this. And I think, I think Luke's back, but it's like, I think, you know, I think there's a general sense of like flow kind of needs to be more cool. If that makes sense. Like, I think that that's even part of the malaise, any of the negative feedback around doodles and everything is like, like flow is kind of, 
I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to put the sentiment around it, but to me, that's kind of the impression I get of it is that it's like, it's not wild west enough. Um, you know, even kind of like what quad saying is that it's not a place where you can, you can just, you know, turn something a million dollars. I don't know if that's, a, you know, something where it should be. I don't, I, that's not what I'm saying, but I think it needs like a certain kind of like kind of cutthroat, not cutthroat attitude, but kind of like a, like it needs kind of like a vibe where people are going to build some weird, crazy shit on it. Right. So I think, I think, you know, we're, we're, we're really unique things happen that collectors are doing, not just that the platforms are building, but that collectors are doing like weird trends. Like everyone's buying this weird art. Uh, somebody just swept the floor of this thing. Like, I think you need that kind of stuff. Um, and I think enabling people to sweep on some of these platforms is going to be, is like, is like the first step of that. Right. Like even when ETH, when people built like gem and genie and the other like ETH, um, nft sweeping platforms like that really changed shit right because it was like oh wow like somebody just swept the floor of this thing like it was it was a significant event that you wanted to talk about right now most of the events we talk about are either like a huge sale uh or like something the platforms rolled out but now we can actually talk about like the, the ways the communities are or the communities are moving on products right so um that's exciting yeah i think i think that's silly right and i'm also, I'm also excited i don't know if you guys have been following like lilico I think there's one called Flipper, um, and then I think there's another big self custody wallet um, that I've heard, I've heard mumble yeah. mumblings about. So it, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I, I've noticed that from the Doodles Two crowd is there's a lot of people who don't want to set up a Dapper wallet, don't want to give their name out, and so um, mm. I think that'll that'll add to it. You know, um, not just on the like the sweeping side or on the transactional side, but also on the self custody side. Uh, I think if Flow gets where they want to be, it's it's where you can kind of choose your own adventure, whether you want that safe self-custody experience or if you want sort of that that more true ownership. And then obviously I think the last piece is just that they're opening it up to where anybody could run a node. Um, that, that helps on the decentralized um, sort of ethos that a lot of those people who collect on ETH are looking for. And, and hopefully, uh, hopefully Flow delivers on that soon as well. Dude, I just, want to, I, yeah, uh, I just want to ask Christian something real quick about doodles because LG, I might forget about this. Um, so I don't want to go too off, far off topic, but Christian, you seem to know, you know, you're, you're in tune with this stuff. And I did want to ask you earlier if you thought doodles' move to, to flow was um, what was a good move. And it's, it seems that the, the vibes I'm getting from you is that it is. But for somebody who, who, like me, who doesn't have any kind of stake in doodles whatsoever and never has, and maybe I'm intrigued in getting into it, What's what's and this is not financial advice by any means from you, but what's the play? Like, what are we doing here? What, what do I start? <laughs> yeah, that, seriously, man. That, like, that, well, what am I waiting for here? Like, do I buy like just those little socks or uh, there's that pass thing that keeps going down in price? We were looking at it when it was like 200 bucks. And I'm like, you know, is that the play to get one of those? Like, what, what should we be doing? Because I, I, I assume there's other people like me, you know, we're, that's we're a great kind question. Of, yeah. Right. So, so yeah, what my wife do is, if you were just really, off? really into the duels community. So I've gone to all the events. I used to have one, um, but now, you know, I, I've been on the sidelines. I, I bought a duplicator. I think that's probably a longer term play now, but uh, I like the Genesis boxes. I've noticed, I think Pranksy bought up like a million of them. Uh, the team has been going and buying them. And I think that's more of like the probably analogous to the NBA Top Shot experience uh, because they've announced that there are grail or super rare items inside those. Um, right now, I mean, I've been buying up the wearables. I don't know if it's advisable because a lot of these, there's going to be, I mean, the goal for them is to bring millions of people into the doodle ecosystem. So I, I don't, sometimes when, you know, you're buying like a common shirt for 50 bucks, you're like, this, this might not work out. 
Um, but I did buy some holographic socks. I think socks are going to be the currency of, of doodles too. And I think people are sort of forming their affiliation around what color socks they have. So uh, yeah, go on Gaia, buy a pair of socks, you know, buy, t- I'll, I'll give that financial advice. Spend $12, pick out a good color pair of socks that you like um, and, and then get into the, uh, get into the ecosystem and big props for Gaia on how they delivered on that. I think um, there wasn't a ton of complaints or really anything that I saw in terms of like just being able to set up a, a wallet and go. Um, but yeah, that, that's my take. I mean, uh, you, the way I think about it is if you look at something as like even corny things like Bitmoji, I mean, they had like 50 million to a hundred million daily actives in a day. So mm. you could think that there are products like that, that are maybe five, uh, five X, 10 X, uh, what we see on flow right now. And, and it really just takes one good use case to come along and, and kind of change people's perspective on it. So my, my, my advice is buy some socks, uh, and see how you like it. And then of course <laughs> I got to plug evaluate trade your socks live for other color <laughs> socks don't pay any fees um give it a shot but uh that, that's my perspective on that all right well there it is listen right. christian i, I just I went to lilico's website which is this non-custodial wallet for flow and one of the nfts two of the nfts that they have listed as like mock-ups on their site are those cats those ovo cats like those perverted cats from flow fest Okay. See, that's what you said. You wanted a game year. Dangerous, <laughs> that's arsenic. going to buy. That's mainly what we need is we need stuff that arsenic's going to be into. So it has to be weird and perverse. I agree. Yeah. No, I think um, I'd love to see more wallets come to fly. I think that would be the, for me, the next step. I think they're doing a good job in IPs. I'd love to see like a rainbow wallet on flow and maybe, maybe, uh, maybe it's something that Lilico delivers and maybe somebody else, but, uh, but yeah, What's no, up? hold cat. on. I have a question, Luke. Can you, or either of you, can you tell me, like, two years ago, over two years ago, the OpenSea partnership was was announced. Is that, and it's still like on the Flow site. Is that anywhere near ever coming to life? Yeah, that's a, that's one for Luke. Uh, they don't they don't ah, tell me fuck. anything. Ooh, that's deep. <laughs> that's really LG keeps receipts, man. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, no, it's not receipts. Stuff. It's like literally like <laughs> like that's I didn't I barely even knew what OpenSea was, and then they like in the Top Shot Discord they paraded around like Devin and whoever else from OpenSea, be like, hey guys, we're from OpenSea, like we have a partnership going, and then and then it's like since then it's like OpenSea has rolled out Polygon and Solana and like all these other chains with still no flow. Flow, obviously, you know, a lot of marketplaces being built in the ecosystem with Gaia and Floaty um, and, and even the aggregate that you guys are doing, Christian, like a lot of other places to buy stuff. But OpenSea is still, you know, kind of the end and start point for, for most, uh, I guess, you know, uh, NFT marketplaces, right? And they've got a lot of stuff on there. Yeah. I... Go on, Christian. Oh, no, I was going to let you talk. Yeah, I mean, I don't have an update to give it this time. Um, I I can look into it. Uh, it's a great point. Maybe it's one of those things we could include in like a potential state of the union. Um, but like, I can say we do have a good relationship with OpenSea. We partner with them on NFT Day, for example. Mm. Um, so you know, like, there is a good relationship there. But I, I don't have an update beyond that. And, and I think what I could say, obviously, I, I never have any confidential information i usually hear about things when everybody else does but uh, i will say if you look at when we first started building on flow two years ago versus today it would be pretty much impossible for OpenSea to integrate with flow unless they sort of did a manual integration for every single collection they brought on 
because of the work they do at the NFT catalog and, and other sort of metadata standardization pushes um, that even people like, like Austin at Floaty, I think in the community have helped developed, uh, I think it would be easier and more possible for an open sea to come along. So whether or not the guys at Dapper and, and, and Flow uh, sort of have that relationship there and whether or not it's on open seas map is one thing, but I can't say that it is much more possible and, and, and likely now than it was in the early days when every single project was sort of building their own sort of concept of an NFT on Flow. Right. Okay. Got it. Yeah, that's that's a bit of a better explanation. So, okay, that makes sense. No, listen, it's not it's not that important. It's just something I remembered had been mentioned a long time ago and I think is still listed on some sites. So, um, feel like that would, um, you know, uh, definitely propel the community and propel a lot of some of these projects, right? I just don't yeah. know and, and how, I, obviously, yeah. And I agree. I think they, they do have a good audience. But um, if you haven't checked out Guy in a while, definitely check back. I think with their latest update, uh, they've, they've been delivering features and it's been pretty, pretty consistent and reliable. So I think, um, you know, I'd love as much as I'd love to see OpenSea come in. It seems like, you know, OpenSea, when they added, I guess, like uh, when you think of like Solana, I think everybody thought it was just going to crush Magic Eden. Uh, but Magic Eden really built built a good community and a good product for Solana and sort of, I think, retained that 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 market share. So uh, don't be surprised if some of these earlier flow marketplaces stick around, um, even if OpenSea were to get involved. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying it would crush volume elsewhere. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, it's something that was said a long time ago. I'm just wondering if that'll happen. So right on. Um, cool. Can we just mention that Cam oh. Thomas scored 47 points again tonight for the Nets? Again? Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine having a Sorare like tier five or whatever that? Oh, but is? they lost. It <laughs> doesn't matter. Like honestly, man. Like what? Well, is probably that? a lot of people played Cam Thomas this week in Sorare because his oh, like, sure. his yeah. his oh, score yeah. would have been super low, and he scored forty the other night. So, um, you know that would have been a pretty good chance or pretty good play. Seriously, I mean now 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 will someone overpay at the deadline for a guy like Cam? You know what I mean? Like this is. This is classic here with the deadline coming up Thursday and all sorts of chaos mm-hmm. brewing for the next three days. Do we see a Cam Thomas get moved as like a big piece, you know? Because this two-game sample is not much. Let's be honest, right? No. If you watch the last two weeks of the NBA season, you don't have necessarily Cam Thomases, but you have a lot of guys that put up big numbers that don't belong putting up big numbers, right? Dude, that's so, what and I put it's in the, the Clippers. That's what I put in the newsletter the other day, the newsletter of like the NBA, like midseason NBA NFT buyer's guide. I was like, listen, at the end of the season, there's a bunch of no names who get tons of minutes. Like, go get them. Start picking them up. <laughs> yes. Birch yes. And all that for the Raptors. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Guys all like random guys, dudes. Man. Yes. Yes. I love it. Delano That's Banton. That's the word. On the Raptors. Delano Banton. Oh, yeah. Coloco. If you're an NBA fan, just be ready. Mm-hmm. Buckle up for the next three days. Like the, all this drama, like the NBA is undefeated when it comes to drama. I love it so much, almost more than the actual play. It's just mm-hmm. it never ends. Like guys like mm-hmm. LeBron keep it going all the time. That tweet, you no, know, is it me or whatever the hell it was? He's all pissed mm-hmm. off now. You know, the records coming up, but he's fuming at that they didn't get Kyrie. But like, come on, man. And then the Nets. All how did all those secrets come out that the Nets tried to screw the Lakers? Anyone but the Lakers. Then the, the then it came out that that CP3 they tried to the Suns tried to trade CP3. I'm like, who's releasing all of this? This is great. This is what we need, man. Now CP3 might be pissed. You know what I mean? Like, I love it. I absolutely and I love. love it. And I think. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. 
I was going to say, I love that the clip of LeBron after they lost to the Celtics, when yeah. he was mad about the, the foul that wasn't called. I love that that's just become the meme now. <laughs> that just yeah. gets used now as a meme, like literally everywhere for somebody well, it, being upset. It was like, listen, I watched that game and I was, I'm not a LeBron fan. I, I do, I respect LeBron a lot. And I, okay, I'm not going to say a fan, but I do like him a lot, but I'm not a fan fan as in like, I don't go crazy and watch all his games. But, um, but that was terrible. It can't happen. It just can't. But uh, the 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 reaction was so like, man, it is. It, it's just LeBron. It was nobody else reacts like that. And mm-hmm. and then he went sulking on the bench for the entire overtime period. He played a little bit. It didn't work out. Then he sulked on the bench. And then the next game, LeBron is is put in the exact same position with 24 seconds left. Lakers ball tie game. He has the ball, and it's against the Knicks at MSG, and. You would think that the Lakers' play call would be, after all that happened, the NBA saying they made a mistake, you would think LeBron would drive the ball to the basket again. And if anyone touches even a whisker on him, there'd be a foul call. Mm -hmm. But the Lakers, for whatever reason, didn't call that play, and he dumped it Mm -hmm. off to AD, and AD just ran over like Brunson or something and took a charge. (laughs) Like, hold on a second here. I'm not an NBA coach, but – no other play I'm calling but LeBron driving to the basket. He either mm-hmm. makes it like he usually does, or if anyone even makes a bit of contact with his jersey, they're getting the foul call to win the game this time, no matter mm-hmm. what. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe the call, man. But anyways, mm-hmm. we're setting up for a couple of days here of, of pure chaos in the NBA. It's a beautiful thing. I can't wait. Really, really excited to follow this. Uh, Stephen A. Smith getting in a massive rumble on, on first take this morning with uh, Jay Williams. That was awesome mm-hmm. uh, for anyone who watched that. I enjoy that kind of stuff. It's a good time of the year right now. The NHL trade deadline comes up later. Like you said, LG, that NHL skills comp, that was that man. When That's when you're pathetic. shooting pucks at, oh. It, and then you know what the backup plan was? Let's announce Toronto is next year. That's the backup plan. Like if everyone's <laughs> mad, let's try and switch. And it's, it did change things. I was like, oh, shit, all right, okay, well, it's going to be a good one next year going to Toronto, right? Yeah. Like seriously. But even that surfboard thing, man, you see the way guys were shooting the puck? They were shooting the puck like they were shooting a kill, and pucks were ending up in the ocean. But it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like the, if you if you need to sink to that low of being oh, like, terrible. let's have them shoot at surfboards, then it's like you know what? Just don't have the event. Just don't bother with the event because it's ridiculous. It's so stupid. Like I, I missed back in the day. It was like, okay, who has the hardest shot? Who's the fastest skater? Like just the simple shit. Like that was interesting because some of the dudes, like what was it, Al McKinnis back in the day? His slap shot was like 105 miles. That an was hour. entertaining. It was like you had it was like, like berserk because yeah. you're like, oh shit! Like the slap shot could literally like punch a hole in my skull like but that's it's a gimmick it was now crazy it's all gimmicks right it's yeah, all gimmicks it's we're almost at the stage where they just announced that the nhl is down 22 percent viewership wise in the u.s we're almost at the stage where i feel like they're gonna bring the glowing puck back yes you know I mean? like do you get do you american seriously. guys remember that on fox do you ever oh watch fox in the God. 90s hot when they got the hockey contract <laughs> they got the nhl contract and you watch fox on a saturday afternoon and they since american people and i'm sorry to single you out americans but they, they, Americans would complain that they couldn't see the puck when they were watching the broadcast. So Fox put a chip in it. It was breaking, like groundbreaking technology in like 1997. They put a chip in the puck so that it would glow in the cameras. And when somebody like would shoot jam it, style. yes. Yeah. And when so, yes, exactly. Like it glow blue. And then when somebody would take a slap shot, it would like turn red like a rocket so that the audience could see it because hockey was so hard to follow. Yeah, that was good. Anyways, so I mean, yeah, yeah that was that days. was a train wreck of an event. I hope they don't do it again like that. It's just what a mess. And 
Sports-wise, I don't know, man. What else is coming up? Anything this week? Anything next week? I don't know. What are we well, looking for? Oh, the UFC announced that Conor McGregor yeah. is, is coming back, and he's going to be a coach on The Ultimate Fighter. I loved mm-hmm. his previous seasons on The Ultimate Fighter. A little over the top um, in, in some of the stuff he was doing, but but some of his greatest moments come from those Ultimate Fighter seasons. I love when he's a coach on there, and I hope he really goes nuts again, and I hope that the uh, Michael Chandler fight is, is a great one. I think it's a great choice of an opponent. And I think that'll be a pretty hype to fight. I just pray to God that Connor is somewhat back to his old self and not so caught up with all the other crap that we can once again go back to. It's unlikely in the UFC. Once they're gone, they're gone. Um, mm-hmm. But hopefully, he can come back and 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 you know we can get a bit bit of the old Connor. Mm-hmm. That'd be mm-hmm. great. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Man. I was super excited when I heard that the UFC kind of needs it right now. They needed that mm-hmm. boost, right? So and LG, they need something that slap fighting shit. Yes, I catch I catch some of the highlights on Instagram sometimes, man. And sometimes the guy is like passed out. I can't watch that. I don't even know. Like I can watch UFC and everything that happens in the UFC, but that shit I can't watch. It's like a defenseless person getting smashed in the head. <laughs> I don't understand the entertainment there. I don't it's get it. It's pretty messed up. It is. It is pretty messed it's up. Just taking a free shot at somebody. Where is that? How is that safe? I don't even understand how that's safe. I don't get where that's allowed or that's even a thing. I can't watch it. The guy's face is swollen. Have you seen that? And then he takes oh, yeah. one more shot. Oh, and he's all like messed dead. up. Oh yeah, shit, man. Yeah, oh yeah, I won't yeah, be. Yeah, uh, seen it. Oh, yeah, I don't know, man. You don't want to participate. You're not no, into hell it. No, I'm you're not, not into watching it. it. Yeah, and I watch all combat sports. So hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do it? Would you place? No, that? like no, absolutely. What not. if the person? What if? What if it was like okay, you have to beat one guy, and if you win, it's like a million dollars. But he might slap you to one death. Guy, can I just take a slap for a million bucks? Yeah, but you don't know what the guy's going to look like. So for all you know, it's yeah, like for a million the... bucks, I'll take a slap in the head. You can knock me out if you want. Sure, no problem. <laughs> what if you die? Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, I would hope you don't. I mean, is there a strategy to? Take Does a your family shot? get like... the million? Do I get a million dollars if you die in the slap fight? <laughs> yeah. Do I get it? Yeah. Does it come to Seriously, me? But like, is that even a thing? Like, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, how is that like normal? Can you I don't die know, from man. a slap? That's the main well, question I have. Can you die temple, from a slap? I'm sure. Yes, you know, a well-placed slap temple, man. could definitely kill you. That's Let alone crazy. do it for two or do it for a million. Would you do it for two thousand to show and an extra two thousand to win? Because that's what they get paid. Two thousand bucks. Take a big that's slap. out of here, man. I swear, Dude, get that's out the of contract. Here. That's ridiculous. Two thousand, two thousand show, two thousand win. It's the what? old UFC model. Hell, mate, I would, I would pay two thousand dollars to slap you. <laughs> Whoa. I'll take a slap from oh. you, man. I probably wouldn't even blink. <laughs> maybe, maybe Luke, if, there, if there's ever a Top Shot convention again, uh, or if there ever is one period, then we can organize a slapping competition. That's a good question. Hold on, LG. That's a good point. Luke, are you guys doing anything at NFT uh, NYC? Um, I don't think, I mean, I mean, obviously, each platform might have done something unique, but I don't think that, like, Flo's going to have a big presence or that Dapple in general. Oh. But I, that's just me guessing at the moment because... Like, for example, with the hackathon that we just announced, like, mm-hmm. that's kind of more exciting for us to be doing on Flow. Right, right, right. Um, NFT MSC is a lot of fun. It is. And, like, this is me talking personally. I just don't think projects that do stuff there see much from it. And I think whilst there's a lot mm-hmm. of fun, I think that on the Flow side, at least, we're focused on building, developing, and, and driving results, you know. But I can't speak for, you know, every product on the Dapper Sports ecosystem. Um, but I, I wouldn't expect to see big things, to be honest. Because like you get also April's a terrible time of year. I don't know if you guys what you guys think on that. It just seems like a bad time to do it. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it, I'm sure it's yeah, it's a weird time to do it. Like the, the NFT NYC people were so freaking greedy, man. That's the third one in 18 months. It's ridiculous. Uh, so I'm happy that Ape Fest is is decoupling from that, and and I think that that'll kind of sink it. Uh, but you, Luke, actually, you guys are for Top Shot and All Day. You guys are going to Mint Collective, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, they're, going they're to like the trade show as well. Yeah, right? not, not just turning up, but like sponsoring it and being part of the event yeah. in, in a fun sort of way as well. Where are you? What is this freaky echo I hear when I talk to you? <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> just at home, Luke. I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm getting criticized for it. Are you in a metallic <laughs> room? Uh, no. Oh, wait. Let me move my plate out of the way. Maybe this is better. Is this better? No. Anyways. <laughs> I need to go. I need to go eat dinner. This has been a good chat. <laughs> Phil, the other thing I wanted to talk about was so rare MLB stuff, but maybe we can save a bit of that alpha for next Ooh, week. That's that's uh, some juicy stuff because yeah, yeah, we've been yeah. we've been talking about this for a long time now, or, or at yeah. least you know a, a decent in amount of Discord. time in the last month, and um, there, there's a lot to be said there, and a lot to uh, kind mm-hmm. of yeah. I think we save it for another time, but that's a discussion that anyone who's in the so rare, I think, would be interested in in hearing and and kind of uh, maybe being part of because yeah i've been i've been um, pretty aggressive on the market and even candy has picked up a lot too candy has like doubled their sales this past week so um mm-hmm. clearly people get into baseball mindset i think i think mlb so rare has a lot of potential this season they're gonna have a full season so uh, anyways let's save that for next week um and everything else uh guys everybody thanks for joining great to talk to you all thank you for the the, the heated and intelligent conversations uh, for the great opinions and um, Phil, let's let's run it back next week. Let's do this again next Monday. Let's do it. Thanks, All everyone. Right. Good night, everybody. Cheers, guys.